Welcome to a very special episode eight of Used to Be Cool. Another scintillating evening with myself, the Drizza, and if there's time, Mark. There's always time for a little bit of Mark. <laughs> uh, that was a cover version <clears throat> of On the Wings of Love by Jeffrey Osborne. This cover was by Brian. Uh, Mag Sale, forgive me. Not going to work here anymore. <laughs> forgive me if I pronounce that wrong. Although you probably never ever listen to this podcast. And uh, but thanks, Brian. I don't know if we probably can't get sued for that. I would hope not. Mm. Unless there's some somebody in the control room with buzzers going off right now. Like, yeah. We won't. I just willed that to not happen. <laughs> we got a code W-O-L Code W-O-L Wings of love so Alright It is September It is uh, Labor Day I don't know what that means It's also Hieroglyphics Day Yeah how many? Were all those their records that you posted? Oh yeah man They got a whole bunch uh, Where are they from? Hieroglyphics is from the Bay It is Dell, the funky homo sapien, which is Ice Cube's cousin. Mm-hmm. Casual, Souls of Mischief. Um, Extra Prolific, who are from Houston, but they're raised in the Bay. And then they have a like a a, a, a stable of producers and beat makers. So they're like a collective, kind of like yeah, like they're the, like the, the tongues. Yeah, they're Just like, like the, size wise uh, the Wu Tang clan of the West Coast. I know a lot of people would say Death Row, but what? To no. me, Death Row doesn't have as many like like devastating MCs and lyrical wordsmiths that Hieroglyphics has. When I think of Death Row, I think of like pure gangster funk. No, I think of just pure like uh, I don't know, almost pop music. Death Row. Yeah, like a, a, towards the end, by pretty much, oh. like Tupac uh-huh. came over, and then it was just Tupac, and it was it was Dre that one album, and then it was Snoop Dogg. Yeah, That's, they were all on MTV all the time. More than uh, that's true. I, th- I think uh, they. I mean, it was the whole thing. It was between Tupac and Biggie, both both of the two people that were on MTV all the time. Yeah, that is not. To me, that's not. Wu Tang's <laughs> way cooler than that. Sorry, Death Row. Thank God Shook Knight's in jail. <laughs> yeah, I think they're they're like the equivalent of the Wu-Tang Clan and the Dungeon Family from the South. They were, sho- they were showing that the other day. What? I forgot what it was on. 
That whole B, I guess it was, I don't know if it was BET Awards or it was the Vibe Awards or the Source Awards. How many, I don't know how many awards they got. Where they all, where they, that one year that uh, Outcast won. Oh, and then everybody booed. Yeah. And and then uh, Andre was like, Sal's got something to say. I think that's one of those, I don't remember that at all. I don't think I was listening to Outcast back then because I didn't start listening to like their second album. But that's one of those things I think like the, one of those things that people will say that they remember seeing, but they didn't really see it. Yeah, you just see it on afterwards. Yeah, you just see the replay. Yeah, over nobody watched documentaries. Like, when, like, like, was that even? Yeah, you had to either be there. Like, where did they even well, show no, no, that no. on BET? I mean, not, not being there, but like, I remember seeing that live on TV or something. But where did they even show that? Just on? on I don't know if they showed that on TV. It would have had to be on BET, and it probably was only yeah. in certain areas. Yeah, because I, I don't remember. I never. I didn't hear anything about it. Um, they just had another VMA. I'm like. I didn't see that. Um, I mean, it's okay that you didn't see it. It's okay that I didn't see it. There was a time where I had to watch every single one of them. You know, I mean, like, well, man, even like 20, we're getting 20, 15 years ago, I remember start, I remember still watching it and like, okay, I don't know who these people are, like a lot of people that were coming out. I don't even remember um, who was, who would have been at that time. 20 years ago, there were people that I was like, Okay, I don't know who that person is, but I know who the majority of these artists are. Um, this year, I didn't. I only watched it to watch the weekend because um, I like that one song, um, the Rod Stewart ripoff song, the one that everybody's dancing to now. On yeah, whatever. What's it? It's, they said it was a ripoff of Young Turks by Rod Stewart. Mm. And there's a mashup of it on YouTube, which sounds really good. Young Turks is like, da, 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 well. yeah, something like that. I think a little bit, but it gets a little <clears throat> crazy. I don't know. To me, it sounds it's, it sounds like an '80s I don't, I don't exercise it's video. But it's it, the same beat. It sounds like an '80s exercise video. Yeah, but I think I think the weekend's all right. He makes some good. Pop R and B. Yeah, I used to date somebody who was like, I knew all about the weekend before they were famous, and she had a tattoo of the weekend. Whatever, I'll crush her. You know what I'm talking about, though. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? She had a tattoo of the weekend. I was like, Whoa, okay. What? Yeah. Okay, I don't know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking yeah, about. She had a tattoo. You you liked her, and they went hairy real fast. Do you still follow her? I don't follow her. Oh, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah, I was like, okay. I was like, I've heard of The weekend, but I, I'm not that into The weekend. No, I had a... Back in the mid-2000s, um, when the internet culture was still kind of blowing up and, like, the blogs were happening. MySpace. No, well, not, there's that, but there was, like, 20 Jazz Funk Greats, which was a really good music blog. Um, Pitchfork was kind of getting isn't going. That a, isn't that the album title of uh, Dropping, one of the Dropping Gristle? Yeah, but there was a blog called 20 Jazz Funk Greats, and they would upload music, and you could go grab whatever. Uh-huh. And they'd be like, oh, this ESG album. They'd post stuff like, ESG is one of the, the most sampled artists in hip-hop, their one song. 
and they would, you know, it would kind of give it like a little bio about them, and then it would, it would throw like a couple songs there. And that's how I found a bunch of music. Uh, but they had, I met people through there that I still talk to to this day. And one of them sent me the weekend's first three mixtapes, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he was like, there's this band called Thieves Like Us out of Berlin. And the weekend was sampling them. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Is this R&B, though? Or is this electronic? Even at this time, time he was sampling them? Like he wasn't, uh, like he wasn't, was he paying for it? Probably not. And then he ended up sampling Susie and the, well, I don't, he didn't sample Susie and the Banshees. He was. He did like what do they call it? An interpolation, where they basically just sing the Susie and the Banshee song on top of their song. But he's singing it, not like Susie. he's singing the words to a different right from one song on top of his song. Yeah, he's from Toronto, right? Yeah, he's got cool hair. Sorry, like David Bowie has cool hair. Nick Cave has cool hair. The Weeknd has cool hair. No Fielding. Old Fielding has cool hair. Even Matt Berry. <laughs> Matt Berry does have dope hair. Actually, I did catch up on um, what we do in the dark, the series, because I never saw the end of season two. You saw uh, my favorite episode is, uh, what's his name? Tony Daytona. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're, man, they're, the orgy one was good. The superb owl. <laughs> the internet troll one. Oh, the internet troll was good. The one where he had he had, he uh, was doing the topiary of all the trees and it was all like vaginas. Vaginas. It was, this one's my mother's, and they were like, what? Uh, <laughs> quality TV programming. The guy who plays Guillermo, I follow him. A lot of people like that guy. I follow um, the guy that plays Nandor. Yeah, he's funny. He's funny, man. I didn't realize he's been in other movies. He was in that one. It was like right after 9-11, like one of the first where it was a funny terrorist movie. I think it was called Four Lions. Oh, yeah. That was, it was his first one. movie, yeah. Um, the girl, that uh, was a comedy? It was I, didn't, I didn't see it. It was supposed to be. Okay. Um, the, the girl plays uh, Naja. She... It, it, it's on HBO Max. I've been wanting to see it. I could never find it. And now they put it on HBO Max. Her and her brother had a show in England call, called, uh, it's, like it's his first name. It's, it's uh, Slath. What is it? I forgot how he says his first name. But it, it's, it runs all together. It's like Slath Lens Flats. And he runs an agency that, like, it's basically like an apartment finder. Oh, okay. And he's the brother, and that's, I mean, they're real brother and sister. She plays a sister in, in that show, and she's kind of like, she's kind of dumb on her. Okay. But that's on Do, HBO Max. Okay, so last last week, you, I don't remember if we talked about it on the show or afterwards, mm-hmm. we were talking about HBO Max. Yeah. It is not available for PS3. No, it's not. And I'm pissed, because I can access it for free, because I have HBO. And it's not on Roku either. Um, yeah, it's only on PS4 and certain streaming devices. Apple TV. Or on your phone. But I was mad because I want to see that Ridley Scott show because I heard really good things about it. Well, before you leave, I can probably make it up. No, I'll, I'll figure it out somehow. I'll just put it on my phone. If you can, if you get Apple, that's what I'm having to do right now. Because uh, uh, even if you had, even if it was on, I, P, even okay. if it was on PS3, the, my biggest complaint, and it doesn't do it to any other ones, 
but the HBO Max, it lags a lot. Like, on I'll what? put it on. And it's on like every, PS4? Yeah, every 30 seconds, it stops oh. and loads and stops and loads. I had to just stop, and, and I have to just do the airplay from my iPad onto the Apple TV, oh, okay, and okay. that works perfectly fine, which makes no sense whatsoever. That, what doesn't make any sense to me is that they created this programming for their streaming app, and I'm like, put it on the damn fucking TV station or on demand on the TV right, station because yeah. people are paying for it. Yeah, and and you said we have access to the app. Just throw it on. Make it convenient for us. Everybody like, has Roku. CBS did the same thing with the new Twilight Zone episodes. Yeah, I'm like, right. why are you putting it only on the internet? Put it on. Sorry. This is why people pirate stuff. <sighs> this quarantine. <laughs> yes. Um, I was going to say something about that like, when we first started quarantining. Oh, the VMAs. When, we, when everything started, we first started being locked down, MTV started showing all like the old VMAs from like 98 and 99. It was, it was crazy. Oh. I saw, I saw the one from 99 the other day. Is that the one Jennifer Lopez was with 50 Cent? Or who was she with? That, I think that was the one that was like... The... No, Vivica A. Fox was with 50 Cent, right? Jennifer Lopez yeah, was still with... She was wearing that dress. With Puff. She was wearing that dress. The, the green dress that barely just connected together at her belly button. Vivica A. Fox? No, Jennifer Lopez. No, she was wearing jeans and like a headband. Oh, no. oh, with the glittery. She had the glittery headband. You're talking about the Oscars. That's the green dress. No, that's VMAs. Was it the VMAs? I think so. And then the guys from South Park, he wore the same dress. They yeah. Something else. Okay, yeah. Maybe that was it. I just like to make everything. She was wearing jeans. Run, run everything together. And like a cutoff and like a headband on this one. And she was with Puff Daddy. Okay, I do remember that. Was it 99 one with little Kim's boob? Vagina Rust. Yeah, where she touched her. it. I can't even remember. 99's another one. No, it's not that one. 98's the one with Nine Inch Nails. That was with Johnny Depp. I think about that. I was like, why was I still watching that? But then I think about it, too. I was like, I was still young. We were still young. I mean, we saw it together. We were at April's house. I'm telling you, like, I feel, I feel like these last 20 years have gone by so fast. And it's like... But you remember we saw it together at April's house? Yes. When she had that little, she was living in the, the back. Garage apartment? Yeah, yeah. That was a badass house. But I was thinking, I don't know why. It just feels so weird that <clears throat> 20 years ago, I'm like, what, 20 years ago? I, I mean, I was in my 20s at the beginning of the 2000s. We were in our 20s. Of course I was going to watch that. Yeah. Um, I, saw, I saw this thing on YouTube about... I don't, remember, I don't know how they worded it, but how, like, maps by the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs was, um, I, don't, I don't remember how they worded it. They were just talking about how the explosion of the post-punk rock scene in that 20s, in the t- early, mid-2000s. Yeah, with the Strokes and Interpol. Yeah, well, I think we talked about that once on here, where I was like, Block Party and Franz Ferdinand and Interpol, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were all just making the sounds of early post-punk bands like Gang of Four and Orange Juice. Wire. Yeah. Did you see, did you read that article I sent you? I forgot what it was on. But the main thing about it is in England, after all that stuff came out, then they called one of the the, uh, music writers in England, I think for The Guardian, the coin did... uh, um, New rock. No, they coined it, and it's the same thing that happened after Nirvana. But they coined it. Uh, uh, what the hell is it? 
It's like a, that's not what's another word for a dumpster. Landfill, indie. <laughs> because just like, like after, just like after Nirvana, you get all these, and it was you got silver chair. Yeah, you got silver chair. You get stabbing westward. You get whoa. Uh, come on, man. Whoa. I'll never forget that. I, me and my cousin went to go see Sponge. Sponge was the headliner, and a stabbing westward opened up for them. Also, Killing Joke was there opening up for them and every single kid that was in there with us and we were still kids too this was like 97 every single person that was in there and there was a lot of people from the valley they were all there to see Stabbing Westward I'm like you've got to be fucking kidding me do you know, do you know they're an old band Stabbing Westward from yeah. like the 80s they're from 87 and their first album is very not none of the first cassette Those, they look young when I saw them their first cassette was like very noisy and um then he became, he was a, a, a roadie for Die Warsaw, which was an industrial Chicago band. Mm-hmm. And then one of Trent Reznor's old groups, he had this guy in there called Andy Kubazuski. He joined Stabbing Westward. They took off after he joined because he took over songwriting. And then Trent Reznor got him and took him from them and put him in one of his bands that he signed to his label. Um. But they've been around for a while. They're kind of, I mean, they're kind of like. But then it's like their whole thing. They made it bigger and everybody's like, oh, you're a sellout. They kind of are like that poser type shit. Um, but if you read back about them, he was very much like the Cure Depeche Mode type band. Really? Yeah. So I was like, well, ah, it was, that kind of makes sense. It was a good article because it, it, it made me realize. Also, I'm bringing the word poser back. Pose. <laughs> Is it poser or poser? <laughs> like Will Whedon says poser. No, but it brought it brought up a good point. Like it is true. Like at that time, and they had one of the like one of the main guys of what like what they consider like pure landfill indie. There was that one band in England called Razorlight. I don't think I've ever heard anything. Believe I remember me. their name, but I don't think I listened. I think like when Block Party came out, yeah, I was already burned out. Um, that band Radio Four out of New York came out. TV on the radio? I'm sorry. Never got in. I just never could do it. Um, they were okay to me. I, I think I listened up to about their third. I like the idea of it, but I just didn't like. Their third album, and then I was like, all right, I'm done. I don't need to hear anymore. Let's see if I have an article. But no, I brought up a lot of, I mean, there was, I mean, of course, like like everything. There were some bands I'm like, hey, those guys aren't fucking landfill indie. Like Future Heads. <laughs> like, I really like the Future Heads. And ah, one of them. I love that band. Yeah. But I mean, I could see what they're saying because it was, yeah. it was you know. But I'm telling you, they brought up really good, that guy from Razorlight. They talked about all these songs, like the, what they considered like the number one. And a lot of them were like very, very, very British. Like if you didn't live in England, that, you probably never heard of these people. Yeah, I mean, it was like that Britpop movement too, like Supergrass and Long Pigs and some of those bands. It was like, they never even made it over here. Long Pigs has, what's his name in it? Um, <laughs> I don't know who you're going to say. <laughs> you know what I'm going to say, right? No. Molasses? Or? Molasses? Glasses. He wears glasses. Oh. <laughs> Ian Molasses. He has that one song. Um, his name is Richard something. But I but the uh, found out about him. I didn't know. He, I didn't know he was making his own records. But they did that. Um, uh, Jarvis Cocker did kind of a retrospective with Scott Walker. 
Mm-hmm. He was the only one to get Scott Walker to talk, like to talk on the radio for a very long time. They were playing. He did a whole thing of playing his songs, and then he was playing songs that were Scott Walker esque. And that guy from the Long Pigs, um, oh, it was on Vice. Now you're gonna make me look up fucking uh, Long Pigs. Um, but he has this one song called. Uh, I'm gonna play it a little bit of it for you. It's called yeah, for you're your about to cue up a song. It's called, ladies and gentlemen. It's called for your lover, give some time. For your love, her. <laughs> yeah, I went there and did that stupid okay. joke. No, my friend and I were talking the other night. We're like, we should bring back the word poser. It never left. Drew. And I was like, oh man, that shit would like start fights. Like, if you wanted to really get under someone's skin, you'd call them a poser. Yeah. Or like, <laughs> or we used to be like, we used to make fun of. Uh, you would get stepped to if you. If someone found out, you call them a poser. Unless they truly were a poser. <laughs> in middle school, we used to make fun of people because, like I would tell my friend, he, he, always, he would always fall for it. I'm like, dude, you're a pro. And he's like, yeah, I'm like, you're a pro wing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We should think uh, about it now, like, hey, if you had to buy pool rings, I'm sorry. Oh, crap. I'm telling you, that's, I'm telling you, don't even worry about it. Uh, okay, okay. Um, but but no, like all those, yeah, but it brought up a good point. Like there's just thousands of bands. Like I'm going to read them here and you probably never heard of them. These bands, but let me first pull up this song. But we were talking about, okay, so while he's doing that, we were talking, like those of you that weren't around back then, the word poser, like if you wanted to piss someone off, you called them a poser. And this was like, what's the the equivalent, 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 what's the the equivalent to that right now? Like what, what's nothing. There isn't, right? There isn't anything that uh, that's that that biting, um, but the, 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 if you used it correctly, the word poser used in certain circles meant somebody who was like faking the funk, or they were trying too hard to fit into the scene, or somebody that was brand new. And when I say it all, it sounds stupid because like nobody was birthed to skinny puppy, <laughs> and you know. Uh, nuclear assault you get into music some way possible you know you can get in by via the ABBA music that your parents listen to and then you keep going and you find other music but yeah in certain circles like the alternative punk college rock metal scene maybe even the rap scene too they use that word poser and I know like in and the scene I was in hung out with if you use that word like you were gonna fight somebody pretty much like And here's it's got to be a quote more. His name is Richard Hawley. Oh, I know that name. A gift that almost took your breath away. So, yeah, Jarvis Carter played this on that radio show on BBC4 because he was like, this is like Scott Walker-esque. On the train. For your lover, give some time. This is just very, uh... But he played guitar in Long Peaks. English folky. Well, Which I, I know the English like love folk music. It's like, croon, it's like croony, croony movie, like croony. True, but it, it does have that folky, right? That little twang that they love over there because it's based out of some of those places along their border. And if uh, you've never heard of the Long Pigs, I play their their one and only. Oh hit. God! Oh God! Which is it, it is. I mean. We're gonna have to do uh, like we like we 
like we normally do at the bar sometimes. We're going to have to do one-hit wonders of the 90s. How many can we say? We have to do a one-hit wonder of the 90s episode. This is a good song. I don't remember this at all. This is like their one and only hit. How can you remember the long pigs and I remember this song? I remember the cover while well, I used to work in record stores. So I remember yeah, I mean, if I still had all my CDs, it'd be a graveyard of 90s. But, you know a band ones. that I never listened to, but I remember seeing them so much and seeing them in English mags that they were blowing up was Menswear. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, they are like they were, they are like a, a casualty of Britpop. Yeah. I, l- I looked them up one time and I was like, man, this band was huge over there. And they did nothing over here, but... There's probably bands over here that well, didn't I don't know if they were huge. It was a lot of the magazines that were hyping them up, and a lot of them didn't live up to to what they were hyped up to be. So my buddy Mike <clears throat> just asked me to give him a shout. He just messaged me and asked me to give him a shout out on my podcast, Ali G Style. <laughs> so Mike Buyakasha, Buyakasha. Like uh, Razor Light, the Kooks. Remember the Kooks? I don't remember that. These are. I just remember these were all bands that, when I would still get Rolling Stone, like you, they they throw a little bit and spin too. Like all these bands, and I would I would look them up and I would listen to them. Yeah. And then I'm like, eh, yeah, no, they're not you all that great. That's that's one of the reasons too why Poser was so cutting, is because, like back then, everybody was so religious about their fucking shit they were in because they put in the work and the time to go find these bands. Right. And somebody new came in and they were like, oh, I like Misfits. <laughs> or whatever. Um, which, by the way, I don't really like. We were talking about that too, like with Shirley Jackson, right? Like all of a sudden yeah. all these young kids are like. And it's, it, it was interesting when the internet started because a lot of people our age and older we're like, what's this? Oh, now I have everything at the at my fingertips. But then it was like, oh, what took me eight years to hear the entire catalog of, you know, insert some random art, some artist here. It took this kid one night because he could listen to it all through Spotify or whatever. And you're like, ah, fuck that kid, but whatever. Yeah, it's, it wasn't like, let me listen to it to see if I like it. It was like, let me listen to it to say, just to say that I've listened to it. Yeah, and I mean, here in San Antonio, too, where we were we were behind the times from everywhere else. I mean, I'm pretty sure there were places worse, worse off than we were, but whatever was going on in L.A., New York, and Chicago didn't happen in San Antonio for like another year back then. Break dancing, <laughs> hip-hop, Stuff like that, like whatever the scene was over there, it, it had already moved on by the time it hit us. Yeah, not so much anymore, but yeah, for a yeah. long time we were. Kids. So now with the internet, kids can tap into whatever's hot, you know whatever's hot anywhere else. We were talking about that too, that there's not like a local scene culture anymore. You know, whereas before it was like, oh, grunge took off in Seattle. Um, the L.A. goth scene is like hopping you know booty booty bass music in miami do you know these pockets of america that have styles of music or styles of dressing or styles of lingo now we all talk the same because we're all linked in on instagram 
watching the same stupid videos, right? Listening to the same stupid music. So nobody's doing their own thing. Anymore. And yeah, there's not a sound anymore coming from one part of America. There's not a sound anymore coming from this part of the state. Like we're all, it's all one big culture thing that's just forced down our throats, the throats of everyone in America. Yeah. I can see that. I don't know. I mean, there was, I mean, I get, I get that whole support your mu- mu- local music scene, but I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, there's, there is the good side to it, which is, <laughs> remember one time we were out at Joey's, I don't know if you were there, and it was like mm. this young 14-year-old kid from L.A. What was he, he doing looked, at Joey's? No, no, he was at, he was across the street playing at White Rabbit. Okay. And we looked him up, and it's like this nerdy-looking kid, and it looks like a kid wearing nerdy glasses, just crooning away in Spanish. What? Over, like, pop ballads. And all we could hear was, like, kids, little girls, like, screaming their heads off. <laughs> and we, and apparently he was huge in L.A. already, and we were like, how do these kids know about him? YouTube. And I was like, oh, yeah, there's a good example, YouTube. I can't remember what he was called. It was like a one-name. I want to listen to this now. What? I want to hear what he was. Let me let me message somebody. They'll remember who. It, they'll remember what it is. Hold, please. So, yeah. So landfill indie. Landfill indie. Okay. You got you know you got the Strokes, and then in response to the Strokes, you got the Libertines in England with uh, Pete Dari, which is just another fuck up. But yeah, like all these bands. That just like came out of work, working, and, and they were talking to that guy from Razorlight. He's like, "Look, I can tell you exactly how this song is gonna be." He's like, "Look at this. At five minutes, it's gonna say this." He was saying it like down to the word and down to the chorus. He goes, "That's exactly the way it was. It was just all about making money." He goes, "And we fell into that too." Mm. But bands like oh, but I remember like bands like Maximo Park or like <laughs> remember that? Yep. And then, then you got the ordinary boys. Soul Wax. Yeah. Simeon Mobile Disco. Or was, weren't they called Simeon first? But then you remember the ordinary boys? Yep. I was watching, um, I just stumbled on it. It was an interview with Veruca Salt wow. um, by Henry Rollins. Apparently Henry Rollins does interviews now on YouTube. He had a really on, on <clears> um, <throat> it was on, uh, what the fuck was it called? That fucking Sundance channel. He had a long time, a really long going talk show where he would talk to a lot of musicians. I forgot what it was called. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. Um, Well, this one he's talking about, he was talking to Veruca Salt, and he's talking about like they're the one of the like 90s bands. And he's like, I'm sorry to say that, but you know, you did perform in the 90s. And they're like, no, no, no. And um, he's like, so, so like explain what that's like. And they were saying, you know, we just got caught up in that wave of, the cash in on the underground alternative scene. Yeah. So they were like, we played clubs seriously for one year. And they're like, all we had was a seven inch and the seven inch found the right person. They played it over and over. And then we blew up, we had an album deal and they're like, all of a sudden we had a management team. (laughs) Um, and he was like, talk about what that's like. And they were like, well, and he was like, did you feel weird about it? And they were like, no, because all our boyfriends were in bands. They got signed to major labels like you know they had major labels behind them 
So it was just like an obvious. Yeah, and they step. were like all of our friends that were in bands. They were getting signed to major labels, and all of a sudden we were riding in tour buses, and um, we had budget for badass videos and shit like that. And I was like, oh, that was pretty interesting to hear that side because I did, we never heard it. We were kids back then. This thing took crap. Well, I mean, you also think about like Kurt Cobain and then Courtney Love. I mean, which you have, uh, I don't want to. Which you have had. I mean, I know a lot of people love Hole. I mean, I know a lot of people love Hole, but which you, which she have had a, without him. Not to say that. I mean, um, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'm not a big fan of any either of those bands. Nirvana. No. Not even the first record. No. I think I like maybe three songs of theirs. I was listening to that. <laughs> That brought up a good point. I was listening to you that there's a lithium on uh, Sirius XM. Oh, yeah, I remember that. And usually it's, you know, oh, okay, I remember those songs. I remember that song. It was like rock, you know. But then they played something in the way from Nirvana. Have you heard mm-hmm. that song? I was like, yeah, this is, why, are uh, you playing, why are you playing this track? Tricky does a cover of it. That was really good. And now he's, now it's on the new Batman song. Now it's on the oh, new Batman Oh, that's right. Show. It is in that trailer. But, they were, but I'm like, you know, they were playing like Stone Devil Pilots, like all these glitches. That's that, songs. That's that shit I was telling you about, that they take old songs and they slow them down and make them kind of But spooky. that song is slow. That's how that well, song goes. I know, goes. I know. But they slow it down even more and make it spooky and like... And, but they, were, they played something like real fast and poppy and then all of a sudden... Like, like, yeah, like, like are, you, are you trying to creep me out with 99 Love Balloons? Like, chill out. <laughs> Who's that? Hold on, my iPad's Come on. Buffering. Who's this? <laughs> I mean, I don't remember any other other songs. Then I went down a rabbit hole of like bad '90s music. Not bad, but if I would have made it to admitted to liking that music back then, I would have been called a poser. <laughs> but, those are days when I those in the '90s are days when I. I mean, then they did for like a hot minute, but not everybody did it. Those are days where, and that's a whole other good podcast about. Um, those are days where I wish they still had singles. Oh, yeah. Singles had some good B-sides right, and, and re- remixes. Because in the dope. 90s, I had thousands of CDs where I bought the CD for one song. Yeah. Um, well, that's what iTunes is for now. It's yeah. Spotify. You can. But back then, you don't have to commit to a whole album. Yeah. I mean, it's sometimes, I mean, they were good. Sometimes they're like... Eesh. But, you know, I mean, I remember I bought albums back then that were probably were not the classic album from that band or not the best album from that band but I learned all those songs like the Violent Femmes everyone loves the first album and I've heard it but I own the third album and, you love and it. I love every song on there uh, uh, there was a band called Jellyfish I know you remember that yes which I know my brother hates but they had a song called Baby Coming Back <laughs> and I, I listened to that whole tape and I know that whole album um yeah, shit like that. Or 
even with like the bands that I wanted to get into, like I couldn't find their music down here. I may find one soundtrack that has one song from them and I'd listen to that over and over and I learned that song and then that was my favorite song and like their greatest hits come out and I'm all why isn't that song on there that was on that shitty 80s <laughs> right I mean yeah there's a lot I have a lot of records like that too like like New Order Brotherhood I feel like when like I fucking love that record and see and that's what I'm saying people everybody else loves all the other hate, I don't hate it I just can't I can't get into it I remember when I got I think that was the last album I got from them that was the last one I needed and I got it on Columbia House, which I scammed <laughs> Columbia story. House so many times. Anyways, um, I got I, that was the last one I got from them, and I was like, "What are they doing on this record?" I fucking love every song on this record, like even this one. Say here, don't you play that song, Mark? I know it. Um, which one? Every second counts. Nope. All right, those lyrics are cringy. Of course, my fucking iPhone. Just play it through here. It won't turn off. I fucking love this record and people are like what I, thought, I, I remember thinking like did I get the did I get the wrong one did I get the bad record because <laughs> I fucking love this record yeah I just didn't I, there's not as many songs as I like on there as the other albums I'll just I guess I could say that the technique is not that good to me there I said it bro there I said I it. will flip this fucking table I'm sorry dude <laughs> Sounds too tinny. It's too hollow. Their best song is on there, dude. What? Bizarre Love Triangle? It's <laughs> not on that album. That's right. No, I'm blessing with you. Oh, Vanishing Point. Come on, dude. That is their best song. Speaking of which, they're releasing Power Crops on Lives. Like, it's going to be Super Duper Deluxe in October. Two records, three CDs, <sighs> calm down with two that. DVDs. Yeah, Prince's family is really cashing in. Oh, hell yeah. Nine disc set. Yeah, chill out with that. I don't need to hear all nine demos of. Dude, this is everything about New Order. It's ridiculous Bernard Sumner lyrics. It's the bass. It's the synthesizers. I love New Order. You're right, this is the only good song on this album. It just makes me feel like, yeah, pretty close. <laughs> yeah, I've been to clubs. Yeah, I've heard of clubs. <laughs> this is a good. This is a good song. Dude, that piano part um, comes in. Yeah, but like that one. Uh, to me, kill uncle. Like people, like people, like. I don't know what that one. What Marcy, kill uncle. I know, but I'm trying to remember what's on there. Sing your life. Oh, uh, that's the only song I like from there. Driving your girlfriend home. Is Lucky Lisp on there? No. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Sing Your Life's the only one I liked on there. The, my, mine is um, the one that has Alsatian Cousin. I want to say that's Bone of Drag. Oh, here's Kill Uncle. <laughs> yeah. Kill Uncle has... And when I bought that, I bought it on CD for the first time when I was a, in seventh yeah, I grade. Like, I didn't like any of these songs. Except for and it had... The CD had Tony the Pony on it. Yeah. 
And now I don't know why they took that song off. Um, but yeah, landfill indeed. Like I mean, I'm telling you, half of the stuff. Yeah, they were just like those. It was one of those like hot for a minute bands, Maximo Park, Future Heads, the Kooks, Libertines, the Ordinary Boys. Was just all one songs. Yeah, I remember that. Travis. Doves. Doves. Doves are all right. Remember I was really into Doves? Yes, I know you were. Those first two albums, I was all about them. (laughs) Um, That was a weird time too, man. Just like the beginning of the 90s and the beginning of the 2000s were weird times. That first Interpol record though, dude. I guess that's... The what? Classic. The first Interpol record. Oh, I never heard that on the first. Uh, when it, I didn't hear. I didn't get into them to the second album. That album reminds me of that time, and the faint dance macabre reminds me of that time when we were in Austin, working in Austin. Uh, Stankonia reminds me of that because I bought. I went to the record store when Stankonia came out. Remember, we went to go get. What did we go get at? Uh, we went to Tower Records to get. It was Kid A. Oh, Man. yeah. I do remember that. And people were yelling at us when we were <laughs> Dude, I remember I used to drive <laughs> around Austin at night. Um, there may have been <laughs> other things on, other things affecting my driving skills, but I used to drive around Austin in Barton Springs Park. In Nasal Spray? Is that, what it, is that the park? Uh, Zilker Park. Zilker Park. I'd drive around through there and just listen to music and chill. I'd watch baseball games from my car because uh, baseball. They were playing baseball games, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd drive around through there, and then I'd go back to because we were staying in those hotels, so I'd go back to the hotel and just chill. Cheapos, remember Cheapos? Ah, oh, Cheapos was my jam. There was. Um... Now that I think about it, like <clears throat> now that I think about it, like. That's how you know, like that. The that was like the end of the record business because that was a used CD shop, and they had they had like fucking millions of CDs in there. Yeah, millions of CDs in there. Also, um, you still couldn't fucking find. Do you remember? <laughs> I want to say it was thirty-three degrees. Or yes, 33. that was right across from the mental. And it's, it's no, it was across. Yeah, it was near there. It's it's near. It was yeah. It was across from the mental Institute because I used to, have to deliver there, and it was close. It was right at the corner of. It's right where Guadalupe and Lamar turn into each other. And it was, <laughs> I remember I went in there and all they had was like really obscure, obscure, avant garde, experimental music and electronic music. Yeah, I remember you told me about that. And I was like, let me go in there. And I went in here. I was like, Ooh. and I remember even the guy was like, I went to I grabbed some stuff that I wanted and I walked, and everything was like $30. Yeah. And I went to the register and the guy was like, you know who this is? And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I know who this is. <laughs> They've been trying to find their records like forever. And he was like, oh, it's cool. There, <laughs> a couple of years ago, I hadn't been to Austin in a while, but I went up there with my brother, and we ended up stopping at End of an Ear. Mm-hmm. And uh, we walked in there, and I went to their uh, experimental section, and I found this record I'd been looking for for at least two years. I couldn't find it. Hogwild couldn't order it. I go How there. They couldn't order it. I think it was out of print, maybe. It was like a, it was a, it was a, it was an artist that oh, released like his own records. Like you just couldn't order it. Well, yeah, he released his own records. He, he didn't have a copy of it. I had messaged him. He didn't have a copy. 
So they go there and, and they have every record of his catalog there. And I'm like brand new, like sealed. And I was all, what the fuck, dude? And I go to the register and buy it. And I'm walking outside and I'm telling my brother, I'm like, dude, I was like, I've been looking for this record forever. I said, I can't find it anywhere. It's not on eBay. I said, I come here. He's and just sitting here. I was like, they have every single record of his catalog. And I take it to the, to the, uh, the register guy and he's just like, oh yeah, he's cool. <laughs> He's like, yeah. My brother goes, it would have been hilarious if you took it up there. And he goes, the, the guy's name, the artist's name is Umberto. Mm-hmm. He does like, it, it sounds like fake Italian horror movie soundtracks that he does. Like that, um, like that Vittorio De Sacco movie, Umberto D. What? He might have done that soundtrack. I don't know. Anyways, keep going. Well, his name's Umberto. Um, <laughs> and he's, he's in America, but that's his alias that he uses. And it sounds like old Giallo horror movie soundtracks. Dude, that's awesome. So I, I go to my brother was like, it'd be hilarious if you went to the register. And the guy was like, hi, I'm, I'm in Bert. <laughs> He's like, finally. <laughs> but that's how Austin, that's, Austin's always been that way, dude. They're fucking tragically hip. They have shit there. Like, they're like, eh, whatever. Yeah, whatever. We're over here dying for it. Like the first time I started, like when Criterion started putting DVDs out. You know, when we worked at Borders, I was like, okay, cool, cool. We have this one, that one. And I went in there to Tower Records. The first time I went everything. There, I was like, oh, I've almost fucking passed out in Tower Records. I almost had a fucking, like, panic attack because I was like, I don't have enough money to buy every yeah. single one of these. I remember you when, when I went. When they had their started. own section. Like, it was all separated. Yeah, I'm like, what? When we went to, when we started traveling for work, every every city I went to, I had their phone book because we'd have... Yep. Sell smartphones. Yeah, I still have all my maps. You do the phone I would book. Go to their phone book and find the map of the city and look up CD stores yeah. and record stores, and I'd hit them all. Like, That's right. Yeah, you'd go to the back and you have the. You That's how I found bills. It would, still have the, it would still have the grid, and you could do it. Tell you exactly where you go. Yeah, that's how I found Bills in Dallas. And that's how I, that's when we would start going down. And I would go hit up the, I would start going to hit up the Tower Records in Dallas too. They used to have some Tower Records like in the middle of fucking nowhere in Dallas. I went to the one that was downtown. No, this one was like in a fucking, like the suburb neighborhood. Like it looked like oh. an old abandoned, like an old abandoned, like water mill. It was like, where am I? There was a one, there was one I used to go to on Greenville Road. And that was a place like, it was just like boxes and boxes of records and CDs just shoved under a shelf. And you're like, I do not have time to go through all of that. But I'm still going to do it. And I would, I would usually do like one shelf and I was like, all right. I'm still like that. I'm like, eat. I'm still like that. I'm like, I tell myself, I'm like, I'm not going to look through that. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, there's something in there. And if you don't look, you're never, you're going to fucking regret it for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, I, found, I remember finding stuff in little digs like that. Damn. The good old days. All right, movies. I've been watching crap. What did I've you watch? The Spies in Disguise. I saw that. Did you watch that with your niece and your nephews? Or you watched it on your... Oh, <laughs> Sadly, <God>. no. <laughs> I'm telling you, it has Will Smith in it. I'm like, I'm, I'm like over Will Smith. <laughs> you know what? Will Smith couldn't even pull it back enough for you to be like, oh, who's his character? As soon as he comes out on screen, you're like, that's Will Smith. Yeah, that's and, what I'm saying. It's like Billy Crystal. Like it's like it, it's Will Smith through this cartoon character. Where I was like, that's Will Smith. It's totally Will Smith. He's acting like Will Smith. It's Will Smith. 
I saw that. I was like, oh, I wonder who he's got. He must have his nephews and nieces over there. <laughs> Bloodshot. Um, that one was. That one reminded me of a 90s action sci fi flick. That was with Vin Diesel. Bandolero. Matt, okay, so I kind of liked that one, but I couldn't make out what kind of film it was going to be, whether if it was going to be like serious cowboy film. Or like a spaghetti western? Then it went like comedic. And then Raquel, what's her name? Welsh. Is that her name, Raquel Welsh? I don't know. Um, I think that's her name. Raquel Welsh. Um, she's Hispanic, and she's doing this horrible Hispanic accent. Hispanic accent in there. Yeah, I saw some, somebody put that online. That our famous like uh, incognito Latina Raquel Welsh. I'm like, I don't know if it's that. Like, yeah, I don't Raquel. Know Welsh. That, I don't know if it's that. <laughs> If it's that uh, unknown or hidden, I don't. I don't know her last name was Tahada. Where's she from? Um, not sure. What did they? She get Welsh from then? How's her married name? Oh, makes sense. Marriage. <laughs> the law. <laughs> did you watch that cursed films? Nah, it just seems too cheesy. It seems like they're trying to make it scary. And it's not. But the no, I wanted you to see the crow one. Yeah, I saw the crow one. Oh, with that creepy ass mask. Oh yeah, that was creepy. Um, and they didn't even wind up using it, right? The guy was all mad. The guy with his eyes popping out. What's that guy's name? The bald head. Is he dead? The guy with his eyes popping out. He's like the famous. He's been in a lot of horror movies. He's in the crow. Where he never, he never even showed up. He was the one that was supposed to wear that thing, right? He never wasn't even in the movie. No, 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 no. Um, are you thinking of Michael? Yeah. I can't think of his name. The guy from The Hills Have Eyes. Right. Um, no, when Brandon Lee died, mm-hmm. they had a stunt double do his work, but they made a mask. Oh, yeah, yeah. It looked good. Look that, yeah, that was creepy. terrifying. That was creepy. All right, drink break. And we're back. We are back. With some high lie. With some high lie India Pale Ale. Cigar City Brewery. Also... If anybody knows any highlight games that are going on like underground, let me know because I want to go check one out. And I just told Mark the closest highlight court is in Dallas. Um, <clears throat> uh, I, yeah, well, I thought when I think of highlight, I think of Miami. Wasn't like Miami. A, wasn't it like in? Uh, Miami Vice, didn't they have highlight in Miami Vice opening? Oh, you know what? I think they did. Mm-hmm. My bad. Uh, I watched that Get Duped. It's on Amazon. It was not good. They called it Get Duped here, but for some reason in England, they call it Boys in the Woods. Oh, okay, okay. I saw something about that. It wasn't good. It was kind of annoying. Uh, so... Who is Harry Nielsen and why is everybody talking about him? It was really good. We saw Edge of Tomorrow. Should I be saying that out loud? <laughs> we saw Edge of Tomorrow at some place. Some place. Probably shouldn't be showing that. Even though they wouldn't show another movie we wanted to see, which didn't make any sense. So um, uh, <clears throat> we went to the drive-in. And I don't know if I told you. Um. Because you know where we were sitting, right? Yeah. Remember? So I was parked further to the right of that. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, when I got there, the movie, there was something playing on the screen, and these kids were sitting out of the back of their hatchback, just sitting there, and there's no sound. So I'm like, man, these kids are just sitting there. So then, you know, we wa- we start watching the movie. Our friend has a speaker that we can hear the FM radio through because you tune it to the radio station to hear the movie. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up going to the restroom. We had to walk by those kids, and they were like, hey, how come you guys can hear it over here? Why can't <laughs> I hear it over there? Why can't we hear it over here? And I was like, it's a driving. you got to tune your radio station to the right channel. And they were like, oh, we need a radio? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's... People that have never been to a drive-in before. And that wasn't always the case, too. Like, I remember I was, I'm old enough to where... You had those speakers that hung on speaker. your window. Yeah, that that tuning it to the radio station was kind of a relatively new, new thing. I remember going to drive-ins. I don't remember the technology behind it <laughs> as a kid. I remember going in there one time with my girlfriend, and I was in my dad's car, and he had one of those little... Those fucking analog radios where you had to turn the dial. Yeah, and we I paid to get in, and I could not fucking tune the fucking movie to my, the the radio, so I had to fucking leave because we couldn't hear it. My, my family has a story about me that we went to see a movie. I don't remember what movie it was. Maybe it was Grease. I I'll take a wild guess of this. That you went out and just peed in front of everybody. No, because <laughs> that's usually the, that's usually the story. <laughs> Thanks. No. Um, they sat me and my sister like on the hood, on the roof of the car mm-hmm. so we could watch a movie. And they said there was like a scene where like this couple's getting it on and you can kind of see the girl's, you can see the girl's uh, belly mm-hmm. or midriff area. And um, they said it was like kind of silent and all you heard was me go, um, <laughs> I saw her belly button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I mean, even in high school, it's good, right? Yeah. It's real citrusy. Um, I was, we saw, yeah, I mean, that was cool. I mean, those were cool times. You could go, you could go to like stop someplace before, like churches, whatever, get a, like a bucket of chicken or whatever, and then they just go in the back of the truck, just go buy whatever you want, and you just paid by the truckload. <laughs> when the Aztec Theater used to show movies, mm-hmm. I think towards the end of their run, they were only showing um, Spanish movies. Um, because I remember we went there once or twice with my grandmother when she used to watch us during the day, right? And there were Spanish movies, and I was like, "It's terrible!" Like, because we didn't, they didn't teach us Spanish, so I didn't understand it. But I remember one time before we went, we stopped at churches downtown, and I mean, I'm just a dumb kid, like four years old, bopping around, acting stupid, and then we go into the movies and we sit up in the balcony, and my grandmother takes out like a family order of chicken from churches with uh-huh. signs. <laughs> and I was like, damn. I oh, that. at the regular movie theater. At the Aztec. And then how did she sneak it in? In her purse. Oh, wow. Well, I used to do that with candy. Uh, I just remember we had we had like a full meal of chicken. And then we would sneak beer in there. So you'd be watching more of your... You know what I was... Um, the other day they showed The Matrix. I haven't seen The Matrix in a while. But I'm... You, did you go with us to see it? At a, uh, the at first the time, quarry? No, the first time I went to the first time I saw the Matrix, that was the very first DVD I ever bought. I bought it off this guy. I uh, worked there for I forgot how much. I think he charged me twenty bucks. He probably paid like twenty two dollars for it. Well, I remember That's the first time I saw it. I remember we went to the quarry, and that theater was packed. We were sitting like on the third row from the screen, like on the very end. It was me, Renee, and April, I think. 
and we were watching the movie, and we had we were like five minutes late, so we missed the beginning. And and I remember that was the last movie that I can remember. That um, that's weird. Uh, that was the last movie that I can remember that when the movie ended, we were like, let's watch it again. And we just stayed there. Yeah. And they just cleaned around us and we watched the whole movie again. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew I used the, our movie theater was, well, now it's called a Mayan, but it was called Century South. Century South. I saw Footloose there. And, uh, yeah, my mother, now that I think about it, my, my mother would drop me and my brother off and our best friend, and we'd stay there all fucking day. I can remember... I can remember which theaters I saw certain movies in. Like, I, I remember I saw Tootsie at Crossroads. I'm surprised y'all, y'all would go to South Park Mall. Why would y'all drive all the way to South Park we Mall? We were always in outside of town. Really? Why? Shopping. My mom would go to um, La Feria, mm. Solo Serve, which was way down military. That was on that was on Flores in um, military. We'd go to the South Park Mall. Actually, we'd, go, we'd either go to Century or South Park Mall. Or sometimes we'd end up at Walsham and we'd be at Windsor like the whole day. I love Century South because remember you would walk in and you'd look up and that's where they had all the movie posters for what they had showing. I saw Young Guns 2 there. Follow that bird. I saw Jurassic Park there when it came out. Footloose. We saw Terminator 2 and Return I fucking hated my best friend and my brother because they're like, we got to go in. I was like, there's too many fucking people in here. They're like, no, we got to go into this showing. And we were sitting at the very fucking front. My neck hurt the whole time. Remember we saw Jaws three at Walsham. I saw the first Ninja Turtles movie there, and I'll never forget it because I went in there by myself to watch it. And this little kid was with his mom, and the whole time you can hear her like, "Just go to the bathroom, just go to the bathroom." He's like, "No, I don't want to miss the movie. Just go to the bathroom." He gets up, goes to the side, and because it, it was kind of like it was it was a wall. Remember how they would put like a yeah. curtain? He just took a piss right there during the movie. <laughs> took a piss, turned right around, and sat down. I'm not missing Casey Jones. Yeah. I saw, what did I? I saw the Ninja Turtles movie yes, at the what Galaxy. What Cowabunga? <laughs> I saw it at the Galaxy. The Galaxy was by my dad's. So I do my remember dad. my mom left me and my friend off. It was like third or fourth grade, and we saw Beetlejuice. Yes. And then when Beetlejuice ended... I remember we still had time, and my buddy was like, let's sneak into Police Academy 3. Oh, shit. And I was like, yeah, let's do it. And we saw boobs. Which one was that one? Is that one they were in Miami? on patrol. Oh, no. Oh, wasn't, what's two then? Uh, that's when they're actual cops, because the first ones are in training. Right. I thought two was Citizens on patrol. With Bobcat Goldwith? Messed up. What? With Bobcat Goldwith? Um... Let's see. Okay, Google. Show me Police Academy movies. Oh, I sent you that thing. Uh, 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 the first movie I remember, like, the first police time. Police Academy includes Police Academy, Police Academy 2, <laughs> their first assignment, Police Academy 3, oh, Back first in assignment. Training, Back. and other films. <laughs> Which one's it? Oh, Which I saw Citizen? Part 4. Part 4, then. Citizens on Patrol. Um, I remember seeing uh, the first time. Because we saw, I always have to go with my parents, and then the first time I remember my mom saying, they wanted to go see a Dolly Parton movie. I think it was the, it was the one where she was a talk show host. Was it talk, what is that one called? Straight Talk. Straight Talk. And I was like, you know what? Can I go see one by myself? They're like, yeah. They're like, which one do you want to see? <laughs> and I, had, I went to see Fletch Lives. <laughs> Excuse me. That, um, okay, so my, <clears throat> my brother moved out like in the 80s, end of the 80s. 
Like in 90? Or 89? He went to college. Then my sister left around 91. Oh, because he's 18. He was 18, right? Yeah, my sister left around 91. And then um, it was just me and my mom and my grandma, and they would go see fried green tomatoes, steel magnolias, and then one time, we would always go to Nakoma, the dollar theater. (laughs) One time I was like, Mom, can I please watch something else? And I was like, this is a chick flick. I don't want to see yeah, it. Yeah, I want to see this ladies' movie. And I was like, I really just want to watch another movie. Can I watch another movie by myself? And she was like, I don't know. And my grandma, of course, was on my side. She was like, let him see the movie. And I saw Terminator 2. Yes. And I don't even remember seeing Terminator 1. But I remember just watching no, Terminator 2. And that I was was all, Terminator 1 was like 84. But I was like, what is this? This is amazing. Um, and I started letting me go to movies by myself. I ended up seeing... Wayne's World. I remember I went to go see Wayne's World, and there were like these dudes, these older guys that were uh, like in suits, but they had their coats off, so they just had their button-up shirt with like suspenders and a tie. Break or something. Like they just got off work. It was because it was around seven or eight at night, and they were probably drunk. Like they had gone off, gone out after work, had some drinks. I think you remember. You, I think I remember you telling me this before. And they were dying laughing, laughing. at. Everything in Wayne's World, and there was shit that I was like, I don't even know what that means. What does swing mean? Because I didn't watch SNL. <laughs> but these dudes were like, You never watched dying. Saturday Night Live when you were young? Not religiously. I mean, I would watch a few things. I would watch it for the bands. I didn't. I wasn't into SNL back then. Mm-hmm. I was into like Night Court. Night Court was my jam. That's where I'm thinking John Lerroquette, the guy's brand. <laughs> I really like China Beach. I don't know why. Uh, I remember that because it had "Painted Black" as the opening song. No, my dad. Yes, it was. It was "Painted Black." It was Springs. Oh yeah, so it was reflections. And then, um, which one was? Which one had "Painted Black" as the opening song? I remember that because my I remember my dad used to watch. There were like China a Beach. few Vietnam shows that came on. Yeah, at that, around, that, around time. that time. Uh, I don't remember. I just remember like seeing those movies in high school, and then and then I remember somebody would always have like my girlfriend would always have she knew somebody because she was she was three years older than me, uh-huh. so she already had friends that worked at Blockbuster. So I just remember them always trying to hit us up to buy the movie when it came out on VHS, like when Wayne's World came out. Like you want to pre-order it? I was like, yes. <laughs> you asshole, quit pushing your job on me. And in uh, Forrest Gump, it was two VHS tapes. My bro, I. My brother just told me this, actually. I was at his house the other uh, while back, and he has all DVDs, like DVDs everywhere, mm-hmm. Blu-rays. Um, but he had a VHS copy of RoboCop, and I was like, why do you have RoboCop on VHS? Like, you can buy it on DVD. And he's like, that's the first movie I ever bought. He goes, and it blew my mind that I saw an ad that it was like, you can own this movie. <laughs> And he was like, I can own a movie. I like, can watch it whenever I want. Yeah, I can watch it whenever I want. So he bought it, and he still has it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And I was thinking about that, too. Like, I never really bought, like, I bought fuckloads of DVDs, but I never really bought, and I bought LaserDisc, but oh, I, I never bought, bought VHS. I had a ton of VHS. I never bought VHS, but I think it's because we used to always record shit off the TV. No, I, I, got, I went to, Sam Goody used to have, like, a trash selection. And I mean, like, the trashiest movies. For like a buck or two bucks really? or three bucks, and the one they at were the like, yeah, they were um, 
they weren't cleaned up at all, so they were like terrible quality. Like they're like inevitably, like it always it even happened with DVDs. Like just get it out, yeah, just put it out. It was like it, it looked, looked like the like. copy they showed at in the theater, like the grainy. <laughs> it was like the fucking dailies, right? That wasn't even clean or nothing. Yeah. Um. So I would, I would. That's how. Actually, that's how I found. Like Italian horror movies, is because their covers looked the gnarliest, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? This guy's eyes falling out. He's got maggots coming out, and he looks all, de- you know, gross." And was it today or yesterday? Dario Gentile's birthday. I think it was today, uh, but. I found that, and I was like, oh, who made this movie? And then I, that's how I got into River's Edge. And I remember that Sam Goody, like, right when you would walk in and to the left, that was, like, the, the, that was like the movies, and it was, like, the crazy section movies. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I would get everything from. But, uh, yeah, I never – because, I mean, plus, we would just rent them. Well, they, they didn't have what I wanted. Well, you know, that and um, – for people that don't know, a lot of Itali- a lot of European and um, horror movies from across the pond, when they came out in America, they were released as other titles. Yeah. So, like, I may have found out about something, and I was like, "Oh, I want to rent this movie, Zombie." Yeah, well, that's not even the name of but it. But here in America, it was released as a different title. Actually, I just bought this movie called. I think it's called Cruel Jaws. It's called Zombie. What is it called here? Dead guy. <laughs> no, it's. I want to say it's called Cruel Jaws, and it hasn't. They still do. Look at this movie right now. It's on Amazon right now, and here it's called Get Duped, but in England oh, yeah. it's called it's called Boys in the Woods. Like, why yeah. would you change that? Well, um, I bought I bought a version of it, and it comes with an. It says an illegal slipcover, <laughs> and the slipcover has it's refer it refers to it as Jaws Five, <laughs> and that's why it's illegal. You just reminded me. Like I remember. Um, you know, in high school, I had I had one girlfriend all four years of high school. She was three years. She was a junior when I was a freshman. And I remember one year, she came out of a class and she was crying. And I'm like, "What are you? Why are you crying? What's wrong?" She was like, "They were showing this video, uh, Jaws Five, Cruel Jaws, AAKA Jesus Christ." <laughs> I remember going to see um, at South Park Mall uh, <coughs> Jaws 3D. Excuse me. That was probably the first movie I saw with my parents. That and Popeye. I remember seeing Popeye at the movies. Um, but anyways, she came out crying. I'm like, why are you crying? She was like, they were showing this video. It was horrible. It was people getting killed. I'm like, what are you talking about? There should, uh, someone, somebody in her class threw in uh, faces of death. On the- <laughs> that's what I, that's what we grew up with. People watching faces of death in high school. I remember, um, when we were in middle school, Laura remembers this story. We were in our gifted and talented class. Mm-hmm. And our teacher was out for like a week for some whatever. So we had a sub, and uh, it was around the Day of the Dead festival. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had to watch a video. She, we came into the class, and all the lights were off, and the, the VCR stand was there, which, you know, was fucking amazing when you were a kid. Because you were like, yeah, we get to watch videos. Well, um, it was, she told us we had to watch this, this documentary on Day of the Dead. And I happened to have Return of the Living Dead on VHS <laughs> in my backpack. It's like, oh, this is about dead people. And I was like, guys, let's just take this movie out and let's just put this one in. And they were like, what? Like, we're going to watch this? And I was like, yeah. I was like, but we got to keep it on the low because it's like cussing and tits and blah, blah. And they were like, all right, let's go. So we watched this movie with tits and violence and everything. <laughs> <laughs> 
because kids still do it now. Remember, you remember um, Christella? I remember her telling me one, telling us one time because she was, I guess she was a kindergarten teacher for a while, and she said she was out in recess, and this little kid had like a little like kid DVD player at the time, portable DVD player, and all a bunch of kids were around that her the little kid watching a movie, and she went over there to look and see what she was looking at. The, kid, the kids were looking at, they were watching the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, San Antonio. I was like, I hope you passed that kid. Move him up to the fifth grade. Skip a grade. Uh, watch that other music documentary. Oh, just, the, I mean, I don't know, man. I don't know what that's about. But it's just, I, I it's mean, just I about that. that record store. Oh, nah, never mind. No. It's just about the record. It's on. It's free. I mean, if you're, you got to hear up your butt or bored. But I mean, uh, it's like I mean, yeah, fine. I mean, one of the they had that one of their biggest finds was that one guy who made that record like in one record all on his own like in 1977. It's an amazing record. Now you're gonna make me look it up. Um, the the one you told me about something a while back, hmm. and I keep seeing it. I want to look it up. I want to watch it called Los Spookies. Yes, it's on HBO Max. With, but I kept uh, reading that's very like surreal. It's, it's about, in Spanish and surreal. It's from Chile, and it's with uh, what's his name? Um, the Portlandia dude. Yeah, who's like a surreal ghoster. Anyways, um, yeah, like they're like it's all fake. They're just trying to do it. Like they're trying to get people to go into their to, to like like their, their. I need is to watch it, it again. Is it like funny or? It's funny. It's funny and scary. Okay. It's like on, you know, on the heels of what we do in Shadows. All right. I'll give it a look. Uh, yeah, other music. I mean, it's just about that record store in New York. About another, It's like another one of those things. Like, you go in there, like, like you know, people go in there. Like, you're not gonna, you had to know what you, you had to know your shit going in there. And some people there, just like, they lived for that store. They didn't get, some people worked there for free. See, that's what some people, that's what some music people need now is, like, the disdain from a record store clerk. <laughs> yeah, that and plus plus they also they were also like, "Hey, you know, they, that was a time where like you knew your customer like, yeah. "Hey, uh, you know, I listened to this, I thought about you." That, you that's how like, I found the faint. Yeah. Somebody at Hogwild was like, yeah. "Dude, this has you Dude, written yeah. all over it." And I yeah. was like, "What? And what like, the fuck are you talking that's, about?" That's awesome. Like you like you, But you I don't remember get that anymore. I remember he told me his name <clears throat> You know what's weird? I remember. I know who this guy is. I know who you're talking about. Bear? Yeah. I worked at a record store when he was in high school, and he used to come in every day and <laughs> ask me for Deftones posters. <laughs> and he was like, do you have any Deftones posters? And I was like, no, you came in yesterday. <laughs> no, we burned them on arrival. <laughs> we got like 90 in, dude, after you left, and we sold them all. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, he would come in every day for Deftones posters. And then after... After I stopped working at the record like store, like to buy them or like leftover from, from he wanted this place. like promo, yeah, and we would place. give him we would give away the promo posters yeah. that they would send us for free because we couldn't sell them. But he would come in every day, and Deftones at that point only had like two albums out. But he would come in every day and like, do you have Deftones? And I, I remember at the time I was like, who the fuck are the Deftones, and why is this kid bothering me every single day? The only Deftones songs I like is the one that one, "Shut Up and Drive." That's, all, that's, all, that's, that's all. about it. Yeah, everything else is I don't really care for. But um, then, uh, you know, we quit, I quit working at the record store, and I started work, traveling for work. And then he ends up working at... He used to go in there, the Borders? No, no, no. Uh, Blockbuster Music okay. in Lincoln Heights. Then he starts going... Then I, you know, I go to Hogwild, and he's working there, but 
now he's all indie guy. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to tell him, like, you're that Deftones kid. Like, oh, no, no. I'm all, about band of, I'm all about Band of Horses now. It was, I was doing it for irony, bro. It's all about Fleet Foxes. Come on, man. I'm all bright eyes. But um, one time I went in there and he was like, dude, you know, this is you. This is you. You need to listen to this. And I was like, well, I was already like, fuck it. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> you don't know me. But he was like, no, this band called The Faint. Their new album's called Dance Macabre. And I was like, no, I don't want to hear it. And he's like, bro, he's like, I'll, pl- I'll play like one song. So he played it, and I was like, eh. It wasn't even the good song. It was like a war- the, like the song that nobody likes Dude, or that, something. that fucking concert, that's probably one of the best concerts but, I've been to. But I was now. like, eh, it's all right. And he was like, dude, he's like, if you buy it, he goes, just buy it. He goes, if you buy it and you love it, great. He goes, if you don't like it, he goes, I will buy it off you. So I was like, all right, bro. So I bought it, and I was like, this is amazing. It's so good. And then, yeah, we saw them last year, and they were fucking rocked. They didn't really rock. They just synthed. <laughs> no, they rocked. They were good. They, they were, rocked. They were fucking good, man. They rocked on And where are they from? Nebraska? Omaha. Omaha. See, man? Diamonds in the rough. Yeah, they were amazing. They're like a edgier, more aggressive Devo. Their first band was good, too. Oh, Ritual Howls. Mm-hmm. That's right. Oh, I have their albums. I forgot about that. Let me start listening to them. Yeah, other music, I mean, yeah, it was one of those ones like, you know, like they had Benicio Totoro going there. And like, he's like, I don't even, you know, they just give me shit and I just buy it because they already know me. And, you know, whatever they nah, give me, I, I know it's going to be good. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever do that. But they had a lot of bands, you know, like a lot of bands. Like, I, would... I mean, but it was, I mean, it's the national. Like, I know you don't like the national. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm say, I, don't, I can't say you, you don't know, like I don't, them. I don't, you just don't li- You've never heard, really never heard, heard them. them. Yeah. Um, I'll play you one song. There was a band I like called the Grand National. Yeah, the Grand National. And they sound like the police. And they were out around the time of Future Heads. That I don't remember. Remember Kaiser Chiefs? Yep. I think they're called Grand National or Grand Royal. Not Grand Royal. Galaxy 5000. Excuse me. Sorry. Um, I burped. But yeah, it was all about that. I mean, I mean, it was okay. Um, I saw Bill and Ted's. Oh, was, was it? Um, I'm not expecting. I've heard people like it's such a like it was such a letdown. And well, I wasn't expecting it wasn't anything. Good. Yeah, and I'm I mean, like, what the fuck were you expecting? It's Bill and Ted. Again, it's one of those things. Like now we're to a point where we make everything look good and we forget about everything else. But at the same time, though. Well, I'll say this: they managed to make Keanu Reeves look old. At the same time, though, <clears throat> I'm tired of the 80s thing and the 90s thing. Oh, I can't remember what the name of that. So when I went, I went to my friend's house yesterday for a barbecue, and it was me and her husband and her oldest son, who's like 24, 25, and then her youngest daughter, who's two. Whoa. And um, he was telling me, he was telling me that his girlfriend, Damn, her son crazy. was telling me that her, his girlfriend is like way into 90s culture. And I was like, what do you mean 90s culture? And I was like, because there's three different time wait periods minute, in the wait 90s. Minute, wait minute, wait so then his mom was like, she likes 90s alternative shit. She's like, so she wears like those stupid. Is that really culture though? I don't know. Nah. 
Okay. I mean, uh, but there, there's a certain hat, like the, the fucking four non-blondes hat. Oh, my God. Please with don't the goggles on it. On. Please the, don't say she has that. Yeah, she's got like a goofy-ass giant hat that like flares out into like a, a mushroom head type thing. Please tell me she didn't come up to me like, have you ever heard of a need to fuck up? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I didn't, no, I didn't see her there. It was just him. He was just telling me everything. But I'm messaging his mom right now because he told me about this guy. Hold on. Let me type this message so I can see talk. What you, see what you think about this. While we wait. Now that, I, now that I'm listening to this, it reminds me of look what you said. Everybody's just, everybody's just slowing shit down. Is this NXS? Or NXS cover? It is an NXS song. That's blasphemy. This is the newest thing from the National. Michael Hutchins is the best. Um, look up Grand National. No, but I want to play it. This is the song. Oh, who is that? This is the song that got me into the National. Who was that? That was a National? That was a National. That's, oh, okay, okay. That's their newest thing. I don't know why they're doing that. Uh, the lead singer is actually going to put out, he's putting his next thing, he's putting out a solo record. But this is the song that got me into the National. not bad though it's probably not for be, everybody that'd be probably more of a deep dive um it, it's because his voice is like <clears throat> i mean when i think about it his voice is actually like ian curtis from joy division they're not the greatest singers but there's just okay. something about it okay you know what i mean i like him. i like him a lot look up grand national playing in the distance Because to me, it sounds like a funkier police. He sounds like Sting. You need to shut your mouth right now. <laughs> I will see you to the door right what, now. What song? Playing in the Distance. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm all about that. He's got a song called Colin Kaepernick for some reason, July 2020. What? I thought they broke up. Colin Kaepernick featuring Souf. Latest release, Grand National. Sometimes you, you you gotta be create you gotta be careful on this. Oh, it's on Spotify. Okay, 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 that makes sense. But this is this is no, this is not Spotify. This is oh, this is the it's a black guy, right? No. Okay, that's probably wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. It's two guys. Is it maybe the Grand National? Um, no, it's just Grand National. The Grand Nationals. No. Mm-hmm. Their albums have legs on them. Grand National Kicking the National Habit. Hmm. 
you ask your friend? Who? Oh, I was trying to find that guy that really liked um, that singer he told me about that was really in the 90s culture. What uh, song are you talking about? Playing in the Distance. so glad that the fucking uh, moving units went to went to the paper tiger did I see them with you or you used to saw them I, you did go did, you did go with me because what they were doing is they were playing Joy Division I remember that and I was so happy I was like please please play your other songs and they did it was so good they played their first record just called moving units I had their first two albums somewhere Need to find them. I paid. My kids broke his iPad, and I paid like nine thousand dollars to get it fixed, and now it's not working again. So I get a gotta get an Android, bro. That they broke that too. Oh damn! I need to get the glass fixed. Uh, so yeah, Bill and Ted's. I mean. I mean, it was just Bill and Ted. They were there. It had Kristen. <laughs> they were there. What's her name? As as Rufus's daughter. Kristen. Uh, what's her name? Chenoweth. No, no, no. What's her name? She's a. Uh, she's the voice of Louise, on uh, Bill and on uh, Bob's Burgers. So Louise. Oh, uh, I don't know. What's her name? Kristen Chenault or something like that. I just watched um, a bunch of Bob's Burgers today. I'm telling you, you're Jean. So I told my friends that they were like, "You're not Gene. You are Gene, Drew." But the episode I saw today, I was like, that's "All me. right, that's me." Only you would wear a costume for Halloween that was Andre Three Thousand the Giant. <laughs> the the one I saw was, um, the wife was trying to make her sister feel better, so she was getting her husband to flirt with her, <laughs> and then he kisses her because he's drugged yeah. up from the dentist. And she's bang- yeah, he, fought, he That's how it starts. <laughs> she's like, I think, I think. Uh, your sister's in love with me. She's like, just let her, just let her go. I know it. And then that's where the dentist is in there. It's what, yeah. it's what's his name, Ken Young. Was the dentist? Um, 
but that the son, everything he was saying, I was uh, all right. That's me. I would say that shit. <laughs> I would yell that out. I told you where they where they go camping and the mom and dad they get in the water and they they fucking they fall into the water and they float downstream in the rapids and they wake up and the kids go looking for them and they find these tubes. He goes like, we need to tie them together. We need to. We need to put these tubes together so we don't float away from each other. And, and he's like, yes, let's tie our tubes. <laughs> uh, the, the part that I was laughing at is uh, they're having a, the mom and dad are having a conversation and the kids are in the back seat. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, I think my sister's feeling better. And he goes, good. And she goes, so no more making out with my sister. And they're all, the kids are all, what? <laughs> And the dad's all, uh, uh, that was just a, a term of, that was just a term we use for um, peeing in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> and the kids are like, why can't dad pee in the shower? And the other one's like, yeah, it just goes down the drain. And they're all like complaining to the mom. And the mom's like, fine. She's like, I'm sorry I brought it up. And the dad goes, yes, we can all go back to kissing our sister. <laughs> and the kids are all, yay. Yay, let's kiss our sister. <laughs> On the wings of love. Remember, like in videos, those videos, like the '80s R&B power battle singer dudes, they'd sing in the videos like this. (laughs) They'd have the fist off to the right. (laughs) I remember that song. This is the first one. This song. Three of them. Dude, you remember they used to play this music at uh, Petticoat Junction? Mean, I don't know if you remember. You mean uh, Pussy Jams? Pussy Juice. After, for my Hollywood, for my honey, honeymoon. I remember. You picked, you and Unity picked us up. <laughs> I remember. And we went to Pussy Jams. And it was open mic night. And it was like the guy, and, the guy on the girl on the keyboards and the guy on the guitar. And she was wearing some crazy outfit, and I was like, uh, "All I could think of was like, well, it was, where would you even? It was buy next that? door, because it was it was connected to the club next to it, and you'd go into one club. What was the other club called then? If it was all in the same Sanctuary? building, I think. Oh, you'd walk all the way to the back, That's and there was a doorway. In a long there was a doorway you could cut over into the other club, so, and same and vice versa. I just remember that's how naive I was when you when I used to go out with y'all, and, and you were telling me like, "This is a gay bar." I'm like, "What?" Well, that was that was their straight. I was like, but there's nothing but a bunch of women in here. Yeah, that was You're a like, straight night. It yeah, was like it's a game seventy-five bar. cent. Like, what? Seventy-five cent well drinks. But they would play that. They would play like the Rapture and the Faint and. Oh, yeah, uh, seventy-five cent well drinks. Well, it's got some kind of liquor in it. Man, I remember. <laughs> I remember we would leave obliterated. Those were your Camilla nights. <laughs> <laughs> Inside joke. Yeah, so uh, watched Bill and Ted's. Kamala. Watched uh, <laughs> that other music. What else did I watch? Watching, I, I, I got rid of Fandor on Prime, and I added two documentary channels. I added documentary, that docurama. 
And then I added uh, PBS documentaries because it's got my favorite documentary of all time, uh, New York, a documentary film, eight parts, all about New York. Break time. All right. And we're back with uh, hour nine of our podcast. Hour nine of Swedish Fjords. Mm. Man, these drinks are going down like something. <laughs> You're folding faster than Superman on laundry day. <sighs> uh, yeah, Harry Nielsen. You know, you know who Harry Nielsen is. Um, I know the name. Um, uh, like folk singer song guy. Nope. <clears throat> um, Leslie Nielsen's brother. Uh, no. You're lying. That's no, Larry Nielsen. Larry Nielsen. song that he wrote. <laughs> he wrote the song, even though he he didn't, even though he didn't make it famous. I think I think I've heard of Harry Nielsen tribute album. Mm, I think you're right. Oh, remind me about Tom Waits. Let's see. Big time. He wrote this song, and he but he didn't make it famous. She'll ever do. Two can be as bad as one. It's the oh, loneliest number since the number. Oh, this is that one. filter song. <laughs> yeah, my dad always liked it because he. I'm gonna play you this song. My dad. This, this is one of the first songs I remember listening to with bad words. With what? Bad words. My dad played it for me. Subjective. He's like, don't tell your mother playing you this song. <laughs> Did I remember he used to listen to She's a bitch girl. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll turn this down so mom doesn't hear it. Oh my god. Now my kids, everything like everything on TikTok, they're like, fucking it, and this and that. I'm like, what the f-? I'm like, what are y'all listening to? That's not for kids. And then it, then they find another one, it's in Spanish, cussing in Spanish. <laughs> Spanish cussing is worse. This is a song called You're Breaking My Heart and you would have never guessed that it has bad words in it. It's by Beth Orton? Is that what you said? No, it's called You're, it's called You're Breaking My Heart. I remember my dad playing this song. Oh. I'm sorry, guys. You know, we try to bring you the freshest, dopest, bad word cuts from 1970s that we can find. 1967. From 1967. <laughs> a little retro with it. So, um, <clears throat> what are you asking your friend again? What? What were you asking your friend again? Oh, about that singer to find out what his name was. Um, oh, also, I was going to tell you, Tom Waits, the big time uh, movie, is on Netflix now. And really? His version of Clap Hands on there is Ooh. great. Which, if none of y'all listen to Tom Waits, kill yourself. 
Sorry. Let's find it. Damn, it's a good song. His and Harry Nielsen did the soundtrack to Popeye. Which always reminds me, Tom Waits, that... And he's large. That rain, <laughs> that, song. that rain dog always reminds me of the soundtrack to Popeye. Oh. I am what I am. That song. I am what I am. He wrote the whole... He did, did the whole soundtrack. <laughs> You're right. Oh, good. Go ahead. When, uh, when I was a kid in, in high school and I was wearing Doc Martens... Um, I remember once I wore them in front of my brother. They were like the eight hole or eight hole? No, six hole. They were the six hole boots, and I was walking around with them. My brother was all, What the hell are you wearing? And I was like, What do you mean? He goes, You're those shoes. And I was like, These are Doc Martens. He goes, Those are fucking olive oil shoes. (laughs) (laughs) And then I stopped wearing Doc Martens and started wearing combat boots and tanker boots. I kind of want those Crocs with the. You showed me with the. Mark, you get away from me right now with that. With the spikes in them. <laughs> Mark, I will dump you as a friend so fast. I wear those to work. I'm wearing my dad New Balance shoes right now. Are they new? Are those dad shoes New Balance? I don't know. They're New Balance, but. My friend said the white supremacists wear them, and I was like, they don't wear this shit. This is like a little gothy, weird. I'm not wearing this. You're breaking my heart. You're tearing it apart, so fuck you. All I want to do is have a good no, time. Broken hearts are for assholes. Yeah. Um, he wrote that song, and he did... From uh, Midnight Cowboy, everybody's talking at me. Oh, that's his song. Okay, it's an, he it's was an, um, he was the Beatles' fear and loathing. Yeah, he was the yeah, a lot of people were the Beatles. No, he was the Beatles. Ours. Dude, he Ringo Starr was his best man. At Dave his Clark wedding. Five. Oh. The Beatles were just the Dave Clark Five, weaker. <laughs> we're gonna I say controversial we're gonna shit, Mark. I say controversial shit. I would. That's what I love about you, because people uh, people ask you, "Do are you a Beatles guy, or Rolling Stone guy?" You're like neither. No, I'm a Stones guy. Oh, for fuck's sake! What a drag it is getting old. That's a jam. Yeah, as they he's singing that when he's 90 years old. Right now. Well, he would know he's 90 years old. I'm not there yet, Mark. <laughs> he's telling me what it's gonna be like. I like, yeah, I like the Stones. Um, I don't like the I don't like the shit that everybody else likes, which sounds cliche, and lofty. I like Emotional Rescue. That's my jam. Oh my god! I like Mother's Little Helper, um, Wild Horses, Angie, 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 Angie. Okay, so I found she she messaged me back about that artist. So. Anybody listening right now, if you have your phone nearby, Google the artist named Oliver Tree. Oh, that's my name. Oliver Tree. So is that the, the daughter's into? No, no, no. The son just told me about them. He's a, he said he's a singer. But the pictures that I'm looking at, he looks like 
the Tim and Eric guy. Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You Dude, see it, right? I swear to God, I just, I just saw this. Where did I see this at? Okay, well, so he was like, he's into like the worst parts of 90s culture, and then this picture comes up in these giant Where did I see jeans. this? I think I saw this on Reddit, and everybody's what? like, it's one of those things like all the middle school girls, oh, Tommy's so, Tommy's so cute, and then they show a picture, this is Tommy. This is Oliver Tree. Apparently, he's popular. Popular. So when I when I look up his bio, man, I'm like really into this microphone. I'm like ready to freestyle. Mm-hmm. My name is Drew. <laughs> I don't know. On the ones and twos, kicking kung fu. This is his top song. I fell down to earth from a hundred miles away, and somehow I still make it work. But it's overrated and somehow played out. He doors down so you can't ignore it. All Mind you, this kid looks like uh, if you've seen. He the, looks like a forty-year-old man trying to just. Well, if you've seen the first, uh, uh, what's that movie? Oh, he with, is twenty-seven years old, actually. What's that movie with the little minions? The first jump, one. Jump him. Have jump you the song. If you've seen the first oh, Despicable uh, Me, uh, what's his name? He's the villain from the first Gro- Despicable no, it's Me not Groot. movie. It's the. Uh, that's the guy. Gru. That, His name's Gru. Yeah, but that's the that's the that's the good guy. But the villain he plays, the villain that he's up against, that's what this kid looks like. This kid looks like the the villain from Dexter's Laboratory grew up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is exactly what he looks like. Which was the nerd from uh What's Greece. his name? Oh, jump forward on that song. I want to hear what it when it kicks in. Never mind. It reminds me of uh, Rick's, uh, Rick's Orange County. Remember that guy? Yes. That guy's good. Um, what's his name? Dexter's rival. Mandark. <laughs> Look. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks like Mandark grew up. I like when I look up Rex Orange County, it pulls up your favorite your favorite band of all time. They only have like three good songs, Mark. Hey, I'm not, and that is I'm not disputing that. Breaking the Girl, Soul to Squeeze. So you name like Californication. No. And um Love Roller Coaster, which is a cover. Yes it is. Ohio Players. Fleetwood Mac. Nope. This is Matt Berry. This is Rick's Orange County. Oh. That's what I'm telling you. That's what that guy sounds like. Um, Mark, you need to get on radio. Does your dad like radio? I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Bro. Radio Birdman, I like. Bro, I will pull my mic out. What do you mean radio? Is that thing that thing you've been radio on for like forever? Radio was a band that Ray Charles Ray, Ray was named Ray Parker Jr. was in the oh, Ghostbusters God. dude. Dude, they had so many hits. Let's not split hairs here. What are you talking about? What hits did they have? Jack and Jill, 
You're the only one I love, but you can't change Okay, that. so now we're going to go into 70s one-hit wonders. No, they had many hits. Jack and Jill, you can't change that. They had another one okay. in the 80s. Let's find out. You're the only one Let's I put your theory to your test. You can't change that. Dude, that shit's like lush. R&B, disco, sleaziness, cocaine jams. But that's the thing. Already no no fucking artist called Radio come up. They are spelled R-A-Y-D-I-O. That's his name. The Y should be after the D. They are the brother of Ronnie James Dio. This is Ray Dio. <laughs> this is like a. This is music for like. Come on down to Maxwell's mattresses. This this sounds like um. Free pillowcases. Only people our age and older will know. Like Saturday. Thank you for joining us for the Saturday afternoon matinee. <laughs> like after, or, uh, the, after the cartoons would end <laughs> on TV, and it'd be like, our Saturday afternoon movie is The Incredible Shrinking Woman. This is, how popular, this is how popular they are. It's like they they can't separate them from uh, Ray Parker Jr. But you can't change that. But that's what it sounds like, right? It's like, our Saturday afternoon matinee is The Incredible Shrinking Woman. With Lily Tomlin. <laughs> this is roller rink music, Drew. Roller rink music. But it's not trying to be passed off as punk rock music. Oh, who's punk rock? That other guy? Like our friend from <laughs> our friend from oh, okay. Borders. I'm just kidding. She hates me. She's gonna kill me. <laughs> Dude, listen, you need to let the vocals kick in. Dude, this is about to seduce you. Sued. Oh, okay. They had an 80s song. Um, let me look this up. According to Apple, those are the greatest songs they ever had. Uh-uh. uh-uh. N-O spells nah. Radio. They had an 80s, or early 80s. Can't change that, Jack and Jill. Can't beat this song. Cause a woman needs love just like you do. No. No, that's the other radio song. Sail on down. Really, you couldn't play radio's vocals, but you can play this dude's vocals. Oops, sorry, guys. It's not my fault he gives you the goods right up front. Dad, I'm gonna be so bummed if he ever goes. He won't. He won't go. He's gonna live forever. Don't even say that. We. Played the game. <laughs> uh, Bill and Ted's, and then they, the, they had to come up with a song at the very end. It's like the song that unites the world, and it was just ridiculous. Kid, Co- Kid Cudi was in the movie for some odd reason, along with uh, huh. Mozart and some uh, ancient... Uh, Did you say Mozart? Yeah, some oh. ancient Chinese woman <laughs> wait, who played wait. the flute. That the Mozart. Mozart. And the Kid Cudi? And then, and then they go into like... Oh god, and their kids are annoying. The kids acted just like them. They're annoying. Oh. Um, they like. I guess they go and find. The, they go get Jimi Hendrix. They go get Louis Armstrong because Jimi Hendrix won't join their band. 
Then they go get Mozart. I don't know why. They don't even say anything about okay. it. And then, they, and then they go look for the greatest drummer ever, and it's like an uh, African woman in a hut playing on bones and who knows what. They never say what they're She's got it. She's got it. Um, that, that Grizzly movie that, that I sent you. Um, did I send it to you? No. So there's a movie in 1976, 77 called Grizzly. It was mm-hmm. a horror movie about a bear. Mm-hmm. They made a sequel in the 80s, and the sequel was with Laura Dern. Oh, yeah. Uh, like it's George Clooney. Yeah, they said they're going to release it. And Charlie Sheen, I want to say? Yes, Charlie Sheen. So I guess they shot it, but they never finished it. So they're finally going to release it. But that movie, Grizzly. Unfinished? Or no, I think they finished it. I, I don't know. I didn't read everything. They went back and shot the rest of the parts. That would be great. Um, that would be amazing. With the, like, George Clooney now and Lard. That would be amazing. Um, um, that movie, Grizzly, is on YouTube. Okay. So we could put it for one of our episodes. However, though, I did start watching the beginning of it, just the first couple of seconds, and it's got these crazy lens flare going on. on I think they're, they use that to get around the copyright, but there's these, like, oh. three lens flare strips on the copy that's uploaded to YouTube. It's not on Prime? I just like saying lens flare. <laughs> Sorry. At least, at least they don't speed up. Bust. There's some that I watch on there, and they just speed up the, the, they speed up the sound. Oh, yeah. Like chipmunks. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Just lens flare it. I'm like, okay, I guess I, I, guess I really want to watch episode 27 of The Only Way is Essex, season 97. Mm. I'll have to watch it. The Only Way is Essex? Yeah. Towie. Yep. That's what it's called. Towie. Towie. Whatever. Whatever. I'm so addicted to that show, but they can't do it right now because they're anybody from they're England in quarantine. listens to us. They probably are. I don't know, maybe. Because we like transcend a lot of cultures. I was I was trying to promote the podcast earlier today. How? And we need like a fucking tax thing. So I'm like, yeah, no, that's too complicated. What do you mean? Oh, you were trying to like, uh, like, you, like have it show up. I was like, hey, hit promote. Well, how, let's see what happens. It says, oh, you're missing some information. I was like, okay. It's like, we need your no tax thanks. ID number. I'm like, one, two, three. <laughs> Four, Four, five, five six, six, seven, eight. It didn't work. You're missing two more numbers. Try to pull a My Blue eight, Heaven. Nine. My Blue Heaven. It didn't work. My Blue. <laughs> Remember that movie? Steve Martin. He's a gangster. Nice place, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> you see a problem? I see potential. Because, <laughs> no, you're Terry. <laughs> <laughs> who the Rick Moranis and fucking. Uh, Her, Steve Martin with his girlfriend. He's like, your name, your new names are. <laughs> Terry and I can't remember what the other name was and she's like yeah nice place know. Terry and he goes no 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 you're Terry that movie still holds up Three Amigos still holds up dude top secret still holds up it's a good one I bought a I bought a copy of it at half price books and it's like in a you know stylized hip uh, slip case that looks like a Lisa Frank cover all 80s Really? But then it came with a CD, and it's like, with the 80s soundtrack. And it's only four songs. From Black Secret? None of the songs are in the movie, but it's like, aha, take on me, modern English, melt with you. But those aren't in the movie. Yeah, but it came with it. They have like six, they have like 50 songs in the movie. What song does he sing? Skeeting in the USA. (laughs) Skeet shooting, something like that. (laughs) Skeet shooting in the USA. Uh, I also saw a documentary about guys that go... 
documentary but called Superheroes, where these guys go and dress up like they think they're real huge superheroes. They make their own costumes and they go around like, in, and of course it's in Florida. Mostly. Oh my god! Uh, what guys call master leader or something like that, and uh, they just go around. They're like, people look up, walk up to them. They're like, oh, what are you doing? They're like, yeah, I'm a superhero. I'm a real superhero. So no, no need to be uh, <laughs> alarmed. I'm a real superhero. They're like, uh. and then they're like. What's behind your mask? Oh, I don't want to show you my identity. And then, the, and then finally, the cops pull them over. They're like, "Let me see your ID." And they pull out their IDs. <laughs> Let's just get drunk on this episode. Because <laughs> it's, and then, uh, and it's happening. And then there's one. There's a collective in in, uh, in New York, like in Brooklyn or something. Uh-huh. And <laughs> they take turns like. Some of the group take turns to like dress like as normal, and they to walk down the street waiting to get mugged, and all the other ones just follow them, waiting for them to get mugged. What? Yes, and they go down like four or five streets. And they're like, come back down this street. This street is too crowded. They're like, every street is crowded in Brooklyn. They're like, there's too much light. They're like, there's light everywhere. They're just fighting with each other. And the biggest thing that happens is some guy uh, gets his foot run over. So one of them's an EMT, so he helps him. And then one guy is drunk and he smashes into a car so they call the cops they follow the guy they call the cops the cops never come and all they did was take the keys away from the guy so we weren't driving anymore they're like I'm going to leave keys in the morning <laughs> I don't know why I just made this <laughs> <laughs> our friend Adrian reminded me that um, I don't know if you were there Adrian from Borders Adrian? yeah we were at um, remember when Lisa used to live behind Jim's in yeah. San Pedro? We were at her pad, and Adrian showed up because he just bought a new car. And he ended up parking behind me in front of their house. It was a used car, but it was was brand new to him. He just bought a brand new car, and he parked behind me in front of Lisa's pad. And We were in there drinking and drinking. So then I'm like, all right, I'm going to take off. And I think he was taking off, too. And I I think Lisa walked us out and everything. And I got in my car, <laughs> and I just threw my car in reverse, <laughs> <laughs> slammed on the gas, and like rammed into his car, the front of his brand new car. And I remember he came running by my driver's side door, and he was like, what the fuck, Drew? <laughs> and I got out, and I was nothing, nothing. Having a year there was car. no paint at all missing from either car, and I was like, everything's cool, man. <laughs> got in my car and split. Well, he messaged me a couple months ago, and he was like, Remember when I bought a brand new car and you just fucking ran into it? You used to talk to that guy? <laughs> I have him on Facebook. Where is he at? He's in Cali somewhere. He's a professor. English professor. He's one of those guys. Like, There's always one of those guys where you don't see him or whatever. You don't see them. And they, I guess they think they're better. I guess they think they're big news. But he's one of those guys like... I think the last time I saw him, he's like, Oh, did you hear I'm moving to Chicago? I'm like, who the fuck would tell me you're moving to Chicago? <laughs> I, like, I, haven't seen I didn't you get in, like, your fucking... newsletter, Adrian. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's this one guy I went to high school with, I was in the band with. He's, I saw him I saw him at Walmart, some randomly, like, like two years later. He's like, Oh, did you hear I'm going to the Navy? I'm like, Who the fuck are you? Dude, I remember what you. So, uh, anybody that doesn't know, we used to work at a bookstore with this guy. He used to run our Mensa meeting. We would have a, meet, a gathering of Mensa members there, and he would host it. <laughs> so, I remember, uh, remember how our. That person named Jen, she would um, create a calendar for the store and it would show all the events that were happening. Yeah, you just said her name and it was Jen. Yeah, I couldn't remember her last name. Well, uh, it was Jen R and what was her Jen? Sorry, and the, tra- the other Jen we didn't yeah. care about. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck her, dude. I like Jen R. Jen R was cool. Okay, I thought you meant the other one. I thought you were saying that Jen R was like, whoa. No, no, no. Jen R was cool. The other Jen, fuck her. I don't care about her. Um, she would make. You remember she made a count. She would make. Is calendars. that the one I told you? Somebody told me that like they're they're a couple now. Yeah. Okay. She would make. You remember she Who told me that? Was it Jen R? Probably. Oh, dude. We're oh, drunk. yeah, yeah. Because you told me that. that. Yeah. Okay. Go. Well, uh, remember she would make a calendar yeah, she was that like, you could hand out. You could hand out to um, the customers, and it would show all the events that we were having I in the store. I throw those away. <laughs> well, no, but we'd have them at each information desk. Remember? Yeah, I used to throw them away. Well, I, just <laughs> them <in> the trash. <laughs> I remember it was the, it was the night of a Mensa meeting, and I was at the information desk, and Adrian comes running up, and he was like, "I need to use the phone so I can make an announcement." And he was all like flustered and like dropping shit and getting fucked up. And I was like, what's wrong, bro? And he's like, I'm so pissed. And I was like, why are you mad? And he goes, because Jen spelled my name wrong in the calendar. And I was oh like, God. what do you mean? So I look at it. His last name was Sepeda with a C. Mm-hmm. But she wrote it Zepeda with a Z. Because she misspelled my name. And I was like, bro, no one's going to fucking show up and be like, hey, this is Adrian Zepeda. The calendar said Zepeda. <laughs> no one knows who Adrian Zepeda is. Put your ID away, dude. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I remember he was like, but that's my name. And I was like, no one fucking cares, Jesus dude. Christ. You're not making a name off the Mensa you know meeting. people misspell my name on a daily basis? That's yeah. right. That gen... For some reason, do you remember, we always used to have that guy, Otmar Liebert. Yes. And he came one time to play, and she was like, Grammy-winning artist, Otmar Liebert. Otmar Liebert. And he's like, uh, I've never won a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that? Yes. <laughs> I do remember that, that there was some kid that used to come in when they would have singer-songwriter night. And, like, legit singer-songwriters would come in with, like, a guitar and sing some shit. And this kid came in with a rain stick <laughs> and a didgeridoo. <laughs> and it was just like, <laughs> Speaking of that. And we were all just standing there like, is this really fucking going down in our cafe yeah, right now? Yeah, <laughs> take all the tables out of the cafe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a rain stick and a didgeridoo. And I was all, are you fucking for real playing this right now? <laughs> Support your local music. <laughs> Support your local music scene, Drew. Good times. What was the guy that worked in the back? The two guys. One was Brian. The one used Greg. to go. The one that used to go shoot. Uh, Brian is the one that used to go. He would freelance with the with the TV. Yeah. Like the Spurs games. Yeah. And then there was Greg. The, Greg, the magazine. The one that went to San Jose. Oh, I don't know that. No, there was another guy back there that. That was like the main warehouse guy. Like he Rob? Be, Rob. Naked Rob? Yep. That went to San Jose. He was a... Uh, his, his name in San Antonio is Naked Rob. I never really got a reason why he was called Naked Rob. That's one of those ones where you're like, why do you call him Naked Rob? Oh, because he never gets naked. <laughs> but he was part of the Evil Mothers crew. Oh. From back in those days. and then um, That's a name I haven't heard of. Then he he worked at Hog, he worked at Hogwild too, and then he just started working on the side at Porter's. But yeah, he works in he lives in San Francisco, I think now. Well, that's what yeah, San Jose. I remember him saying like, because I guess I don't know. I think his girlfriend got a job over there. He's like, so I'm transferring to the borders in San Jose. Hmm. I was like, okay. I think he's a radio DJ over there now, like a college, maybe a college radio. That's cool. And that's when Brian took over. Brian. <laughs> <laughs> Brain sleaze. Whatever happened to that guy? I remember we 
went to a house party at his pad. He lived over by, like, um, yeah, he lived right. You know where right. Luna is on San Pedro? Yeah, he lived behind he there. He lived like, behind there, like behind North Star. Like if you go down, if you go down McCullough, but he had, you get a, the he had like a badass pad. He was renting that house with a bunch of people. I went in there. But I remember, we, is that the pad that you walked in the door and there was like a Budweiser cutout of a girl in a bikini? Yeah, it was like a, <laughs> it was like the ultimate. Like it was like yes. it was like a frat house. And none of yes. them were in college. Yes. But yeah, I used to call them brain sleeves. Oh, why did I go over there? I, I went there for a house party he invited me to. I remember that. No, I didn't go over for that. I forgot why I went over there. But he, his name was Brian Solis, and I would call him Brain Sleeves. <laughs> oh, I think I went over there one time because he had some, like, bootleg Star Wars shit we were watching. But he was one, like, when, like, Jurassic Park would come out on VHS, he would have, like, a party and have, like, two movie tickets and stuff for everybody to come watch it. I was like, slow down. He would have what? He would have, like, a party... Like when, when Jurassic Park first came out on VHS, he would have a party at his house and he would give everybody like a movie ticket to get into his house to watch the movie at his house on the TV. And it was like a, like it was, it was like a shitty little <laughs> That TV. was the corniest shit yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. No, he invited... I, we went over to a house party. I remember we got wasted there, but yeah, it was a house party. Yeah, I don't know why I went over there. I think I just went over for that shit. He had some like bootleg Star Wars shit. Who was, oh man, I can't, man, we're probably going to like slander some people. I don't care. <laughs> Who was that girl that Peppers was always after? Dude, that's another dude that was, he, I remember he, like, there was, I, there he, was like a, he would be like randomly like, yeah, I shaved my whole body. I'm like, what? 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 I'm like, I'm just trying to make <laughs> these cookies right now, dude. That guy was so what fucking girl that weird. he was after? There was like a, there was, I don't remember he what was her after job was. a lot was. of girls. There was, she had a job that was in the back office. She got hired with me, I remember that. And she had really short, like a pixie haircut, really skinny. Oh, Kate? No, it wasn't Kate. Kate, Kate worked in the books with us. Right. She was a hippie. I love Kate. She was so cute. Kate. Um, I can't remember. She, she did like PR for the company, for the store. She worked in the back. She had like a really pixie haircut, like very short. Not Pixie, maybe I like Mia Farrow. At all, he was always with her, always in the store with her. Really? Well, she wasn't there that much longer. Jen R, why aren't you on our podcast? I'm you would know her. this. She's not gonna answer me. Not right now. It's ten thirty. She's an old lady. She's asleep. Yeah, I can't. I cannot remember her name. And there was a girl that got hired with me. Her name was Kristen, and I had the biggest crush on her. I can't remember what her last. He used to was. tell me all these stories. Like I could see, I see, went to Jeff, and he used to tell me all these crazy '80s fucking crazy stories. Stories. He would just tell me stories about Thrill Kill Cult because that was the band he loved. I remember that. And he would wear all these Thrill Kill Cult shirts. Oh, I remember. <laughs> Dude, I remember. Why did he leave there? He left, right? I don't remember. I remember. Um, the the month that Rolling Stone put Britney Spears on the cover with the purple Teletubby, yeah. I was working the information desk. Oh, no, no, no. Lisa was working the information desk. And um, some kid walked by her with the mag- the Rolling Stone magazine and went into the bathroom. Yeah. And she called Peppers, and she's like, Peppers, I need you to come to the information desk. <laughs> and I ended up walking by, and she's like, oh, my God, Drew. And I was like, what? And she's like, will you go into the restroom? And I was like, for what? And she's like, some little kid took the Rolling Stone magazine in there. And I was like, okay. 
So I go in there, and there's one stall that's locked, and I can I kind of like look under the stall. From there was the only one stall that you could lock in there, wasn't it? Just two. There was a long one and the short one. Remember? It was the handicap and the little one, right? And uh, I when I when I walked in, I didn't see anybody in like the urinals, so I just like bent over and I could see feet hanging. <laughs> And I was like, oh, well, that kid's in the stall. I can't do anything. So I went out, and I was like, that kid's in the stall. I was like, There's a, that's the only person I see in there. So Peppers comes up, and he's like, what's going on? And she's like, some kid took the Rolling Stone magazine to the bathroom. Like, I think he's going to steal it, and blah, blah, blah. Like, not on my watch. So, like, Peppers goes in there and stays in there. And I'm just hanging out outside, like, talking to Lisa. And then um, he ends up walking out. Oh, I'm sorry, the kid walks out. And we're like we're kind of like looking at the kid from afar. Like, I does remember it look, this. Does it look like he has anything on him? No, he found it in there. Right? And then Peppers found it. He was like, "Bro, that ch- that kid just gooed all no. over the page." <laughs> I remember that. I remember that. I was there for that. And I was like, "You can take that magazine, bro." Because that's when we, that, for some reason, that's what we used to sell X-rated magazines there. Yes, dude. Those old men would come to the registers and just tear it open and start. Reading gay, not reading, but like look at the gay porn pictures in no, front the, of us. No, the the old men with the younger gay boyfriends would come in there and just buy stacks of gay. Oh, I know, magazines. but they would open it up. Well, the one that I had, he would always come to the counter and tear open the bag, and while I'm ringing it up, he would just hold up the centerfold, <laughs> <and> stare <laughs> at it. And I was all, bro, calm down. <laughs> People are weird. I mean, that's one thing I remember. That's one memory I have at Pepper's. With this guy, like, obviously there was a line for people to pay, and this guy just came right up to the front. He's like, ring me up. And Peppers is like, there's a line over there. He's like, no, ring me up right now. He's oh, like, yeah. no, Peppers, sir. Peppers didn't put up with shit. Like yeah, he's customers. like, no, go. There's a line over there. We're not going to ring you up. You got to stand in line. People are weird that way. I don't know what people are. People are fucking weird. The law. <laughs> oh. Dude, we're like over two hours right now. I wish we could do uh, Two hours of dopeness. I just wish there were things we could look forward to, movies. Uh, what did you see about that Wes Anderson? Did you, I, I know that they've had the trailer out, but I mean, what did you see? They, anything they new about uploaded it? like a new trailer on YouTube. That's what I saw. Yeah, like, why would they do that? Like, they're not going to release it. That's one of the ones, that's one of the blocks where like, Sony's yeah. like, yeah, this is not getting released anytime soon. Yeah, man, I'm like, I want, I need new content. I'm not a TV show person, so I don't really watch TVs, TV uh, series on Amazon or Netflix or anything like that. I know everybody keeps talking to me about The Boys. I read the comic. I mean, I'm really not interested in the in the, in the show. The Cobra Kai shit, I am not going to watch that crap. Yeah, no, that doesn't interest me at all either. Um, I don't want to see an old Ralph Macho. That's kind of why I don't want to see Bill and Ted's. I'm like, I'm done with 80s. Like, I was there. I'm done with 90s. I was there. I want newness. I want futuristic shit. I saved. Uh, did we I, should be having jetpacks, not fucking going back to. Did I not send this to you? I think I saved it. It's one where it says it's basically like everything's terrible. Basically, all movies are fucking fucking sequels now. Did I write that? That's what uh, Mancini refers to me as. What sequels? De la Hacha. <laughs> He's like, you're a fucking hater, dude. You hate everything, and I was like, I do, man. Why are you mad? I'm right. Oh, because he was at, he was naming bands. One day we were hanging out. It was me and a few friends, and he was like, "Drew fucking hates everything." <laughs> and they were like, "What do you mean?" And he was like, "He hates everything. Like name bands." And he was, he's he will fucking. And they were like, "REM." And I was like, "I hate him." 
You too hate them. <laughs> you like losing my religion. Misfits hate them. Deftones hate them. Incubus. Did you hate say them. misfits? Yeah. Deftones hate them. The misfits. I'm just the misfits are so overdone here, man. Like it's like what Eagles Dare. That's what I'm saying. Like they're like you know what? We should have a podcast about that one time about all the bands that exist because of fucking San Antonio only. And they shit on San Antonio. Misfits, Deftones, Incubus, Tool, Iron Maiden, Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, ACDC. those bands just exist because San Antonio supports them. The Misfits, I'm kind of pissed off at because I'm like, I don't need to make Misfits toast in my Misfits toaster. Like, you need to have some quality control on your merch. They need health insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the Wu Tang's kind of getting there too. If everybody had health insurance, we wouldn't see this bullshit. But the Wu Tang's kind of get in there too. But at the same time, the Wu Tang has quality control. Whatever happened with that CD that douchebag bought? Did they get it back from him? Uh, the FBI has it, I think. I think the FBI has it. But uh, the corny shit you see from the Wu Tang, like, oh, there's Wu Tang Clan on uh, flip flops. That's not official Wu Tang merchandise. <laughs> Whereas the Misfits toaster is official Misfits merchandise. And the, Wis- the Misfits. You know, fucking potholders. <laughs> Those are official Misfits merchandise. And that's Jesus why I'm labeled Christ. as a hater. <laughs> also, I hate Eminem. And I hate Eminem too, dude. I'm sorry. I cannot get into those two. Like, why do you got to live mad all the time? You're a fucking millionaire. I, don't even, I just can't even get into the music. It's not good. To me... I mean, he's he's a great lyricist, but... But, I mean, that, it's like he's talking. He's just talking. Like he's barely he's rapping. He's just not appealing to me. I like Dr. Dre's music. But, you know what? The other guys in 50 Cent's unit, um, Lloyd Banks and Young Buck, I like their music. I thought it was good, but I cannot get into those two dudes' music. What about Common? Uh... He's gone a little weird lately where I'm like, oh, I don't really care to listen to you anymore. He's gone into, like, I don't know what he's doing now. Like, yeah. Movies, activism. It's too feel good. What about uh, Most Deaf? What is he now? Yassine Bey. He he's, hasn't put anything out. Yeah, because he's, he's walking around with a fucking passport that's his passport <laughs> to the world or some bullshit. Um, <laughs> but he still makes good songs, like the guest spots that I've heard him on. I'll say it. He should not have been in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. He should not have been in Ford Prefect. I don't think I ever saw that. I saw the other one. Um, please rewind. Or be, be kind, kind rewind. Michael Gondry. Pause. All right, we're back. And Thank we are back. Taco Palenque. Oh, Taco Palenque is so good. That sounds like drunk talk, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Their salsa selection is scintillating. It's salsalicious. Yes. This bees right here down the road here is pretty good too. What? Bees. Bees. Mm-hmm. What is bees that? Mexican restaurant. Where's that? It's right here on La Cosoma. Right here on La Cosoma. You know where the but whatever this is, Valero. It's right across the Valero, right behind the the tire shop. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, okay. You know what? This tire shop, not the tire shop. There's a flower shop in front of it. Yeah, one hundred flowers. <laughs> there was a 
I think it was two years after I graduated high school. I ran into my co-op teacher there. Um, this dude was like, this dude was like, uh, red-haired cowboy. Old, old dude. But he and I got along. He thought it was weird, and I would always kind of just fuck with him. But, he, you know, we got along. And uh, I went there one time to order flowers for my mom for her birthday. <laughs> he was in front of me, and I was like, Mr. Brown? And he turned around, and he goes, oh, this weird motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what's up, man? He's like, I fucked up, man. <laughs> He's like, I fucked up bad with my girl. <laughs> and I was like, all right, cool. I don't wonder where that dude is. Let me find him. We know a lot of people like that, dude. They just tell us shit, right? Like, dude, I fucked up. <laughs> I told my mom that. I was like, you know what? Every job I've worked at, the Mexican dudes there will just beeline towards me. And they're like, hey, what's up, dude? And I'm like, what's up, man? <laughs> and then we're talking and they're like we could just be talking about like just nothing like what like just casual conversation and then all of a sudden they're like man I got fucked up last <laughs> night I'm all wired and shit <laughs> so I swear you, that I be here man I'm why are you telling me this like you didn't even know me or they would tell me like man I was man we went down there we were fucking all these bitches and shit <laughs> are you that comfortable with me do I just look like that like you just want to come tell me all this shit Like at borders, dude. When we when I got hired there, Phil Phil came at me like that. Filthy Phil. Filthy Phil came at me like that. <laughs> I remember they tell you told me they're like, yeah, he's got videos. Like, okay, everybody's got videos. No, he's got videos. Uh, that was funny. Two words: golden showers. <laughs> Another two words: Cleveland steamer. Those are that was some of the grossest porn videos I've ever seen. You didn't go with us at one time. I went to go see him at. I went with him. I went with Renee to go see his band World Party. Was it at Sneakers? It must have been at Sneakers, that fucking old metal mm-hmm. place. And we were buying them shots, and they didn't even last like two songs. He got so <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> uh, he was all singing, and then he took like three. He, I bought him two. Uh, Renee bought him too. Yeah. And the next thing you know, like, uh, yeah, that's it for us guys. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Let me see if I can find this. Do you remember that one time we went to, was it the Saint? And there was this big black drag queen there. And the whole night, do you remember this? The whole night he was like, whoop, whoop. The whole yes. night. You remember that? Yes. I do remember that. I don't know why that's stuck in my brain. I can't find it. I'll, I'll have to find it. But maybe it was on my phone. I found this picture that Lisa had sent me. And um, it was, um, there was one night, there was, Adrian was throwing a house party. Mm-hmm. And Renee and I worked during the day shift, <laughs> and we got off work. Adrian's still in the house party? He didn't even have a house. Was he staying with me in the house? It was an apartment that's right behind the mix, like two houses down from yeah, the Yeah, it was honest. It was his girlfriend. Yeah, they lived there together. No, she lived there. He stayed there. Probably. Oh, yeah, because he lived with his parents. Well, um, <clears throat> oh, I found it. Uh, that 
Renee and I got off work and we we're like, we're going to go to the house party. So Renee was like, you want to go grab something to eat? And I was like, yeah. So we go to Taco Bell. I mean, Taco Cabana. We eat. And then we're leaving. And Renee's like, let's just, we had the big ass sodas. And Renee was like, let's just fill up our sodas with Coke. He's like, and then we'll go to the liquor store and we'll buy some Jack Daniels and we'll just mix them. So I was like, all right, cool. Well, we got the bottle, the green label Jack Daniels, and we would drink soda. And whenever the soda would go down, we'd fill it up with Jack Daniels. Jesus Christ. But it got to the point there was no soda in our cups. It was just Jack Daniels. And we, I was fucked up. So we go to the house party. I end up saying like inappropriate things to people, like honest friends. I end up talking shit to them, just like inappropriate shit. That was that was Guillermo's cousin. Yeah. Well, then um, I remember at a certain point I sat I sat in front of their couch on yeah, the I ground. I still remember. I still remember in my mind. I could see in my mind's eye what their apartment looked like. And their couch was in the middle of the room. It was mm-hmm. not propped up against a wall mm-hmm. or anything. No. So I was sitting in front of the couch, and my back was leaning up against the couch, and people were sitting on it. Well, when the people got up from the couch, my weight pushed the couch back, and then I ended up just laying on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize my you friends that picture? My friends got around me to make it look like a cult and took this picture. <laughs> we had to put that up on the gram. <laughs> Oh, those jeans, dude. Yeah, man. <laughs> I was passed the fuck out and dude, took that, was that a stupid long time picture. ago. What was that like? It had to have been like 98. Dude, look at someone's wearing saddle shoes. I was going to say, those are like. And skater shoes and Converse. That was. And then, look, I have this picture from the party. That's April. Who's that guy in the back? Fernie. Holy shoot. Who's that girl in front of you? Lisa. That's not Lisa. Yeah, it is. Damn. This was on their porch. Fuck me, dude. That was a <laughs> lifetime ago. How old is Fernie? He's like two or three years older than me. He is? Yeah. There's Anna. And there's what's her name? Yeah, fucker. <laughs> this was at Borders. <laughs> I told you that time. I'm wearing a radio headshirt. <laughs> yes. I told you. Nerd. Well, I don't know why you weren't with us that one time. One time it was me, Jen R, um, <clears throat> Adrian, his girlfriend, Lisa. We all went to Sunset Station. And I got so fucking drunk. Like, they're like, let's go dance. And I would go out and there. I was like, I would tell them. I remember saying to them, let's go dance. And I would go out of the dance floor and I would just stand there. And I would just stare at them. And they would all they would all be sitting down at <laughs> their booth. And they would just be looking at me like. What? They'd be looking at each other. And then they'd be looking at me. And I would just stand there. And then I, I remember disappearing. And I, was, and I would go do karaoke with like these old white ladies. Nursing in Islands in the Stream with this old white lady. I, I, remember, came I remember going to Sunset when it first opened. 
But you weren't there afterwards. Afterwards, we went to IHOP, and I was throw I was throwing up so much in the fucking parking lot. When we got out, they're like, "There's cops here. You gotta stop. There's cops here." Okay, I don't remember that. And then we wound up at 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 Anna's place. And Jen, Jen R, I was like, I remember I was so drunk. Oh, you told me this story. Yeah, and I was like, you woke up the next morning. Yeah, I was like, don't leave me. Don't leave me here. She's like, I got to go. Because she was married. I was, she, I was, she's like, I have to leave. I was like, all right. So I remember just waking up. And uh, they, there was that, they had that couch. And they had the bed right next to the couch. Right. And Anna and Adrian were there. Right. And then just Adrian, like he's like, I, I got to go. He's got up. He just left. <laughs> I remember I know where the story ends I'm not gonna finish the story Cause you know what I'm talking about <laughs> Yeah But I was like Ugh I think Dude, about that I think about that I think I've thought about that Every single day since then I don't remember <clears throat> I remember you and I Went to Jen R's pad We used to go there a and lot we brought We brought pear cider Yes the, Oh god that was so good No You know, was the first time you know what it was it. it was Hornsby's That was yeah, the it was best Fucking cider ever known to man And we were fucked. I don't up. remember what happened, but it was kind of. I remember we had the lights off, and all we had on was the TV. I just remember my feet getting rubbed too many times. And I remember. <laughs> <laughs> what well, is it going to sound weird? I remember tasting the carpet for some reason. We used to always wind up on our carpet. We used to always wind up just laying there. Like, the I don't TV know if y'all right jumped on me or something. It was between because they had. I you remember know, tasting the carpet because you would walk in and you would take a left, and that was their living room, and there was the TV and then the couch. We would always wind up on the carpet for some reason. I just remember we were watching, like, no lights were on, and it was just the TV was yeah. on, and we were drinking Hornsby's, and I was pretty gone. Hornsby's? I totally forgot about that. Fuck. They don't make that anymore. My friend, um, Chris McLean, I don't know how he found that, but he turned me on to that, and ever, ever, that guy would, because that was strong. Still around. That was the first one where you drink, like, one of those was, like, drinking three beers, so if you yeah. had a six-pack, if you drink a whole six-pack, on your own, you were fucked up. They used to make a red one, which was like normal, and then they made a green one, which was the cider, which that one was even better than the other one. It still exists. Yeah, but nobody has it. Oh, excuse me. So it's at Walmart. What? This Walmart? What Walmart? Oh, it just says it's at Walmart. I don't know if it's... Where are we at? We, have to, we might have to record like nine episodes right now. We're going to record nine episodes right now, guys. Okay, so we're at two hours. So we're going to have to end this Brace episode. yourselves. So recap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Recap. Landfill Indie. Look it up. The kooks are good. Tom Waits is on Netflix. Tom Waits is on Netflix. Look up Oliver Tree. Don't pay for... Uh, Bill and Ted's don't pay for Bill and Ted's um, you should probably start working with us because you're going to have a blast because we have good times um, I finally got I'm going to put some, we'll put some pictures up on the Instagram I finally got my mixer working so it's time for some but to guests. throw down some dope mixes it's time for some guests maybe, maybe even two at a time we'll have a quadruple some <laughs> kinky Ooh, but cranky. hey, thanks for listening to us, guys. Love you. Love me. Next episode coming up. Later. For the next episode. Hold on a second. What was that time we'd say? Big time. Big time. <laughs> <laughs>
that's my way up. That's what it's called, but that's not the. It's not his song. He doesn't do that song, but it's just called Big Time. <clears throat> Big Time. I'm on my way. Up. That's one guy I wish I could have seen in concert. Peter Gabriel. What? No comment on that whatsoever. I'm not a big uh, Peter Gabriel fan. I don't hate him, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not well versed in Peter Gabriel. Mark. This is a fuck to this iPad is. I'm trying to. I'm trying you keep to keep rotating. I'm, it trying, I'm trying to select my. I'm trying to. I've never seen this before in my life. I'm trying to select my profile. What does it say? Profile error. There was a problem selecting your profile. Mark. You see that urn there for Sophia, my daughter? It's not a, why does that have an urn? She's like so into anime right now. Like oh, you found, did explain this to she me. She found all kinds of anime. She was <laughs> she was reading this one manga all of a sudden, and then we just hear her scream and crying from her room. I'm like, what is wrong with you? Well, one of the characters and <laughs> one of the characters in the manga died, and they cremated him. <laughs> So now on her profile for Netflix, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's, a it's the name of the guy, and it's a, it's Earn. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is a M S R A S M R or whatever that is, because this microphone is very intimate, intimate with me right now, Mark. Are you sure it's on Netflix? My buddy just told me that. Hold up. I might have the right name wrong. Big time. I'm on my way. I'm making it. Popcorn. Oh, here you go. Tom, wait. Yeah, it's called Big Time. Oh, my bad. Mm-hmm. Amazon Prime. Son of a marvelous goat. I am sorry I misled you, all of our listeners. It is on Amazon Prime. Motherless Goot. The Singing Bush. (laughs) (laughs) On the wings of love. Two of us <laughs> together flying high. We used to be cool podcasters and no way affiliated with Jeffrey Osborne <laughs> or his Filipino cover artist. Under the influence, big time, there it is. Big time, I'm on my way up. <laughs> Why do I keep singing that? It's not even a song. I'm on the way it. Clap hands is on there. That's my jam. Seen, seen on the black dream. Okay, so where am I? Your little with a pistol in his jeans. A $50 something in a paladin's hat. And nobody's sure what Mr. Knickerbocker's at. 
great. Now my iPad's stuck on Ray Parker Jr. You're welcome, Mark. You are welcome. Jack ran down the hill. Is it the anniversary of Easy es death? Uh, I think his birthday was a couple of days ago. That was his birthday. Okay. They never sees me roofless. Oh, it's today. It's his birthday. The seventh or the sixth? The seventh. Do you remember? Did you hear Taylor Swift covered that? And it was atrocious. It like sucked every ounce of flavor and soul out of it, and it was just bland potato salad. We don't speak about that in this house, <laughs> dude. They don't have fucking rain dogs on here. On what? On Monsanto music. It, uh, Sometimes it's weird. Sometimes they put like regular albums as compilation. Rain dogs. I, just, I gotta see. Oh, I don't album. like rain dogs. I like the other one. Rain Dogs has clap hands on it. I know, but the album I like is... Um, How do they not have fucking Rain Dogs on here? Um, the one that has that weird picture. Picture. Bone Machine. Bone Machine is my jam. Dude, they don't have Rain Dogs on here. How is that even possible? Bro, Android has like five versions of it. <laughs> Fucking clap hand. Does that have the island years? Because it's on the island years. That's not. It's not that much of a scoop. You look like you're playing like wild minesweeper over there. Big time. That one. It's on that one. Yeah, but I'm looking for the best song that's on that record. That's on there. Yeah, I'm gonna show you the best song on that record. Bro, are you trying to school me? They don't even have it on this. Clap hands is on there, but they don't have the best song. You know what's the best song? Downtown Dream. Yeah, it is. That's on there, dude. I own this album. It's missing songs. Jesus fucking Christ! That's what Apple does to you, man, bro. Censors your life. You don't even know. Well, I'll see you tonight. Goddamn tragedy. Just go to YouTube. I hear my jam. Is that hell broke loose? Yes. That was my jam. Big in Japan is really good too. Remember that was really popular when we worked at Borders? God's Away on Business is my theme song. God's away, God's away, God's away on business. We're not drunk, guys. Goddamn travesty. 
calls me anyways. Well, after 11, they're booty calls. Booty calls! So, which of your friends actually, like, listen to us on the regs? Uh, that you know of. People from work. Oh, God. I don't even work with them anymore. Ashton, Ashton was listening to it. Ashton was laughing the other day. She's like, I can't believe you just said people were living too long on your last episode. <laughs> we're controversial, Ashton. Uh, my friend Chris was listening. Chris McLean was listening for a while. Uh, my buddy. Does he know who I am? I don't know. I remember. Well, I only remember him because of you. My uh, my best friend, my buddy, I grew up with, uh, John Michael. He called me. He called me like two days ago. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, nothing. He's like, you have a podcast? I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, Carlos Martinez told me about it. I didn't even know. He goes, why didn't you tell me? I was like, I haven't even talked to you. Uh, Carlos Martinez is a guy we would. He he grew up in our neighborhood, but he went to Holy Cross, and he's in the Navy, and he came down. He always comes down for his uh, for John Michael's birthday. And uh, I thought he shit. Was, shout out those people. Yeah, we follow, we we follow each other now. Him and his wife, and um, we like a lot of the same music. And he's like, "Yeah, Carlos Martinez, yeah, fucking podcast." I'm like, "Yeah, dude." Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, Mark, your friend Drew is a fucking weirdo. My brother listens to it. <sighs> Danny's cool. Carlos is cool. Auto insurance, really? Yep. <laughs> Wait, what? What was that? Was that me? Auto insurance. What about this guy? The less he drives, the less he pays. The list of inspiring stories goes on and on. I bet. We're so meta, we play commercials we don't get paid for. We play ourselves. We're not played out, we play ourselves. If you're wondering, you can count me out. Oh, alrighty, folks. So, thank you for listening to this episode. This is episode eight. It is clocking in at twenty-seven hours. It's a twenty-seven-hour episode. We may record another episode after this. The night is still young. We're rando. We're rando like that. It's so random. Thank you for listening to episode eight. Thanks, guys. If you don't know who Time Waits is, check them out. IPod with that shit. If you're hip to Criterion, check out Down by Law. And uh, the color pomegranate. And Lonesome Wolf and Cub. And, uh, um, and um, um, you can also check out uh, Mystery Men. Apartment Trilogy. Mystery Men. He's in Mystery Men. Who? Tom Waits. Oh, you were naming Tom Waits? Sorry, yeah. You just named random criteria. Name me like badass criteria. <laughs> Hey, Tom Waits was in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yes, he was. He was, uh, what's his name? Um, what's that guy's name? He was Dracula's toady. Uh, God damn it. What's his name? Renfield, right? Renfield. Renfield, that's his name. Well, what else is he? He's in, um, also, cigarettes and coffee. Coffee and cigarettes. He was in Bram Stoker's Dracula along with your boy Bill. I mean, Ted. What? Theodore. Kenna Reeves was in Bram Stoker. Oh, so was Diamantic Alice. She was? She was one of the vampires, right? That was, she was her voice. Huh? They used her voice. Her voice? Okay, let me put that in Spang Bank. <laughs> All right, we've talked way too long. Thank you for listening to episode eight. On that note, we will end. 